Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, it's Molly McAleer, and you are listening to Season 4 of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. Okay, so this movie is called Deadly Spa, and my guest is Jennifer Neese, and Wags wants his stuffed pig. Hi, girl. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm so excited you're here. I did not know that you weren't living in L.A. right now and that you I mean, I'm just so thankful that you're here because you are a celebrated guest. People, I think some of my favorite fans of this show have always said your episode is one of their favorites. Well, I feel like it was I re-listened to it, which is very hard for me, even though, you know, I had a lot of experience listening to myself transcribing interviews in my early life and it was hard to reconcile my voice but that was very hard because I was going through a very hard time you are feeling well very much stuttering but I think after you gave me wine then I stopped stuttering you figured it out through so if anyone wants to go back and re-listen to that just scrub past like first part (laughs) and get to the second part where I stop stop stuttering maybe well I think that you I think that you actually we were Steven and I were impressed that you were because we were like, oh, shit, is she not okay?" So you that episode's not as bad as you think. But I will say I've been listening to myself lately, like to listen and I can't do it. So I just have to really watch what I say. So it doesn't need to be edited out because I'm not I'm not a good person to listen to. It's a challenge and I applaud everyone here. No, I I interrupt people. I'm terrible. No, but you don't have like a lot of likes and ums. And also I was like literally stemming out on that. I think when I arrived and I was not okay, we, the me, you and Steven devised a plan that you guys would strap me to the top of his car and take me to the hospital if I didn't survive. Yeah. Because I was in a bad place. Well, I love you girl. Yeah. And you know what? This is no, apo- well, actually it's so not true, but let's just say right now it's no apologies 2018. Okay. And um, you did a great job. And well, I'm so excited like because yeah. you cycled through a few movies to land on Deadly Spa, which uh, uh, was also called Zephyr Springs for anyone out there who loves the dual title square on the bingo card. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't really look up um, Zephyr Springs. I remember them referring to it, but I really... I. I well, yeah. no, I, you I cycled through a movies. lot. Shit, no, I watched a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the last yeah, like, movie I don't know if you want to, like, I, I was like, hold on, girl. I got overconfident with the last one where you're like, that was a great movie to pick. And I Killer was like, Assistant? Yeah. That movie's and, lit. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I can pick a movie. Mm-hmm. And then I waited too long because I had a lot of stuff going on. And then I, I watched, um, like, a whole day and the next morning of movies in a row. And then I had Stockholm syndrome and then I lost like the thread of what's good and what's bad because it was like wish, 
whip, whip, Whiplash. I think I watched this one first because I love the title. I watched a Joey Lawrence one that was so crazy where they didn't even bother to light anyone else except him. They only lit him through the whole thing. And it was also like laugh out loud funny, but not, there was no, you know, there was no subtext. <laughs> then by the end of like my whole journey, like the next morning I watched a movie and I was just so in it that I was like, oh my God, Cheryl Ladd is like such a good fucking actress. <laughs> yeah. And then I was crying at this movie I watched about like best friends. She slept with her best friend's husband, oh, but yeah. they were like, were like bros before hoes kind of like at the end. I and it was like so good. And I was like crying and I'm like, well, Cheryl Ladd can fucking carry a movie. And I believe her. Yeah. You know, I was never out of it. And it always get these movies get you because if it's not the plot, it's the actor. Yeah. You're like, I'm attaching to this person. They're really good at their job right now. Yeah. But you do see this is my problem and why we are troubled together, honey, because it, the lines get blurred real quick. I think that this is a real movie for sure. I think yeah. that this could do an amazing opening weekend. I'd go see it at the Arclight, bring a friend. I'd I, buy the whole first row. I also think that it might be the greatest movie of our generation. And I'll say this. I think there is a case to be made that this movie is a Groupon get out. Okay. Yeah. It also might have influenced. This is what happens when you fucking. See, Jen, you're so right. This is get out. But if you bought a Groupon, you're so fucking right. Well, it happened before all these movies. I also think. <laughs> wait. Oh, it might. Um, You know that movie Youth? Mm-mm. Or they, it's a spa movie. Okay. It might also have influenced that. I love spa that. movies. Okay. What's the one you with... You think this influenced youth? I think it influenced youth. Okay. I think it was the inspiration for Get, Get Out. Okay. So you're going with the end of season three's Edward Hansen and saying that Death of a Cheerleader inspired Mean Girls and all this. You're oh. saying... You're, no, oh, I didn't know about that, but I'm going to no, listen to it. I'm just saying okay. one other friend. This, you're right. I think you're right. I think that these movies, people steal. Yeah. I want to steal from Lifetime movies. Why wouldn't major filmmakers? Why wouldn't they? They're, they're trying out the dirty shit. And so they're like, okay, that's a safe bet. I liked Deadly Spa. I'll cherry pick this and this. There's a moment that made me think, like, and maybe I'll point it out and I'll remember the name of it. But what's the one um, with Colin... Farrell and Rachel Weiss. Um, is that Taken? No, no. Uh, okay, I'll look it up. Colin Farrell. I, I Rachel don't... Weiss. I think it might have influenced that where they turn into animals if they can't mate, and they're locked in like this really secluded place. Okay, it's it a, was a, like the a lot. Like it was, huh? The beguiled? No, it was like thirty minutes too long. I'm. I'm locking up on it now because I'm so overwhelmed. Okay, like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out at the break and get back to people. But yeah. I do want to also let America know that we are recording in my dream situation and that we look like Britney Spears right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or tri uh, Twitch streamers. Yeah. We look like Gamers. the big guys. Yeah. Gamers. We really look so we have headsets on. I'm ready to perform in Vegas on New Year's Eve. I don't know about you. I think this is like maybe I'm a little older than you, so I think I'm more like Rhythm Nation. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe you're Britney Spears. Well, I mean, no, of course, Rhythm. I mean, anyone who does this is iconic. This is an iconic move to have a headset. So 
I would say any diva will do it. I love it. So we're going to start this movie not letting you guys miss a second. We're going to listen to six um, from the very beginning to 627. And we're going to see a cute little cutie blonde boy stoner driving down the highway. I Just, wrote down Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is he looks Logan like Paul. Logan Paul. But I but there's no um, emotional hatred towards this guy for me. So that's the only difference. Like Logan Paul, I'm like, ew. Well, no. I was on a personal journey with with this first part because I was like, this is a Logan Paul that's pranking his mom. Yeah. He's shut. He's like, uh, we're breaking up. Shh. By and the way, so, this movie could have predicted Logan Paul because this happened in 2013. So right. Logan Paul could have seen this, taken inspiration. Right. Right. But then we quickly learn he's not Logan Paul because he actually gives a shit about someone dying on the side yes. of the road. Yeah. Which Logan Paul would have just been like, you're dying. Shh. Yeah. Let's film Fucking this. For the, for yeah. the clicks. You got to do yeah. it for the clicks. Yeah. So I he would actually say, helps her. Yeah. I would say that this movie could be America's sliding door moment. And let's just get going uh, from this top <laughs> to 627. And Jen and I will do a little bit of play-by-play to bring you guys through some of the Sliding quiet moments. Moment. It's either OJ or this movie was America's sliding door moment. <laughs> Chime in in the comments. This time you're actually breaking up. Sweet.
wheel both hands down on either side of your front foot. Step back into downward dog. Next time they say bring a friend, bring a friend. Moving forward into plank, lower all the way down. Shh, just breathe, sunshine. I don't care what the internet says. People are not supposed to bend this way. So, Mom, now that I'm home on break, what are your plans for the summer? Work. You should get out more. You need to relax. This is how I relax. Bring your right hand in the middle of the mat. Roll on the outside edge of your right foot. Breathe. And release. Oh, oh my god. Oh, thank goodness. <gasps> what are they feeding you on campus? All right. Let's grab our mats and uh, move to the wall. Kyla, sweetie, you don't have to keep putting up with a psycho roommate. You can move back anytime you want. I have enough drama in my life, thanks. <sighs> this is Dawn. Is it dad? Okay. Can we can we talk about this? Yes. So- yeah, we can pause it if you want. Let's let's do a download real quick. Well, actually, I'm out. Both of their things is dad's not in contact. Yeah. As soon as the mom's phone rings, is it dad? Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is like they don't I talk. Mean, the alternative title for this is daddy issues. Daddy issues. Yeah. Everyone just pounds on that so much. Yeah. Um. I'm going to think of like a pun. I'm going to work on that in the back of my mind. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone has, I don't know, like, is it dad? And then. She asks, right after this, sorry to um, preclude the play, but, like, um, she asks, How, do you talk to your dad? And she's like, maybe two months after my birthday. And it's like, why would you think if he's called, like, your ex-wife's phone Out of rings, anyone. Like, like this is mom- it dad? Well, this is what I took from it, is that the mom has so little social interaction that if that phone rings, it could be one of, like, three people, like, the bank, the police, or dad. Yeah. Because mom, I mean, her life seems empty. Yeah. So we should just really download you quickly in case you didn't pick up on it. Kayla, the daughter who people mispronounce her name throughout the entire movie. It's fascinating. Um, Her main characteristic is that she's sarcastic. Mm -hmm. And Dawn's main characteristic is that she is sad, hollow, and empty from a relationship that seemingly ended, like, what, eight years ago? She needs some D, and she never gets it through this whole thing. And I think that that's where this is very lacking. Yeah, she gets lifetime D, which is a slightly steamy makeout, but also a really gross... I hate to see gross kissing, and it's gross kissing. Yeah. I wish I had gross kissing on my chart. I should make it crying... Screaming and gross kissing. Wait, for my you have scale. a wait, okay. I heard about this on one of them. You have you like did a the scale. Oh, the scale. But yeah. do you have a bingo thing? Did you? I um, heard about one of that. Our, one of our people that listens, uh, Blair. She made a. She was a guest on season two, one or two. But she made a bingo card for us because I have some suggestions for uh, maybe a bingo card. Okay, put them in your pocket, and we'll do it at the end. Okay, Is no, okay? I, I have them noted. Okay, good. Okay, perfect. Well, it's just like I noted everything that was kind of like just a. You felt it in your heart. Well, no, just like I'm very familiar with Lifetime movies, right? So you know uh, your way around the yeah, room. Yeah, no, yeah. So okay. it's more of a, um, yeah, just the. Let's get back to the fucking horror okay, show. Okay, sorry. No, don't yeah. be sorry. And also stop saying sorry. I'll fucking well, break your Well, I have legs. a lot to say at the, about the <laughs> beginning of this movie. I have zero to say about the last part of this movie because it gets 
Okay. It's very it's very top heavy. But did you hear me say I'll break your legs if you say sorry again? Yeah, you can. Okay. You're very thick right now. <laughs> so good luck. You're, Wags and, you, and I will fuck you up, bitch. Okay, no, let's. Wags is giving me a death stare right now. Oh, he loves you. I love him. All right. With my daughter, right? <laughs> yeah, I just got off the phone with him. Isn't this something you can handle? Uh, yeah, I'll look into it. So, when was the last time you spoke to your father? Usually sends me the annual birthday text a couple months late, of course. Small talk. Always has a new girlfriend. But it's the thoughtlessness that counts, though, right? Voicemail. You need to get an assistant. I am the assistant. You need to take a vacation or something. Somewhere like... there. (laughs) This looks expensive. Well, freedom isn't free. Check out a review. Beautiful facility, amazing setting, more than a getaway, a life-changing experience. David James is an inspiration. David James, okay. I never this wanted is to important. leave. Because we always yeah, go to I a spot based well, on I'll, the I'll owner, call him sick for right? you. No, but I, I want to say that you had a first real time vacation. A quote I do David have some James. vacation days. And we should pause. Yeah. Some money. You know audience. What? We got to get that David I'll go James in here. If you- because I think that the quotes in here... Or something that I couldn't even reckon with. I don't have the mental capacity to break down all the way these quotes work and don't work and how they would be rephrased. I don't have the time in my life. They're Molly. all I'm sorry, I'm like Tony Robbins. Yeah. Like Tony Robbins is not nervous about his job, but he's aware that there's some competition. We can get into this later about the Tony Robbins. How do you feel about Tony Robbins? I don't care about anything. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Same <laughs> I thing. I don't care about what Did anything. you you watch the documentary? Yeah. And you probably cried, but also felt very uncomfortable. Yeah. I couldn't pick a side. Like, I was I, like, do yeah. I go walk on the coals or fuck these people? Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Um. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. I'm not your I was guru. Like, I'm so uncomfortable with, like, group things. Like, I'm yeah. not a joiner. So I, when people tell you to like, everybody do this, it's like, I'm going to be the person not doing it. But right. also if he's connecting with someone and someone's crying, if they're crying, I'm crying. Yeah, same. It, but That's like, why I can't I watch can't America's Got Talent. Like, oh, I I've will never, yeah, lose my mind. Watch any of those. But um, yeah. People, if people, um, I, this movie was too real for me just because I would be the first person to join a cult. And I kept thinking of, of course, on my favorite murder, they say, um, you're in a cult, call your dad. And I was like, well, I don't have a dad. So, yeah. like, am I just in the fucking cult now? Like, I'm in the cult because I would be. I this would, is what this is about. Yeah, I know. A daddy issue. Thing. It's it's fucking, and I would be cult girl. I would join a cult. I'm also, I'm a people pleaser. You are as well. Yeah. I literally would be in a cult. And f- thank God. That's all I have to say is thank God I have someone like Christina Lopez in my life and Ed Hansen. Because they would be like, Molly's in a fucking cult and we're going to break her loose. No, I think you're like me, Molly. I think you're 100% in. Like, do you know that band Wolf Parade? No. <laughs> There's this band Wolf Parade and they have a song. I mean, I love Wolf Parade. Uh-huh. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, I yeah. will say that. I mean, this is like a 10-year-old song or whatever. But like, they have 
like there's a song and it says, I'll believe in anything if you believe in anything. Right. And I feel like that's how I am. It's like, I don't actually believe it, but if you love it, do it and yeah. I'll like join. I'm 100% in, but I don't actually believe it. Yeah. But that's I how do I feel wonder about psychics or I, something. But at what point would I be like, oh, actually, I don't believe in it. Like, I feel like I would have to witness a murder, which might happen in this movie. I feel like I would have to witness a murder but to snap out. you're two steps out because you think it's funny. Right, right. At the same There's time that. where you're like, let's see how far we can take this. You're right. I would have to be in like a mania phase or something to yeah. want to be. I'd have to be like, yeah, I'm fucking in on this. This is my bleed for this cult. Where right. is this going? How um, much am I in it? But also like, I'm also out. I'm not 100% in, but... I just want to see where this is going because it's interesting. I feel you. I feel you. So we've we've established now. You were sorry. right. You were right to this stop here. This is why here. I like take you to these four hours. No, journeys. this I'm is sorry. why I love. That's this is why I want you here is because okay. now I have a peer. Do you understand that? Yes. I have a peer now. I get. We're it. both here in sweatshirts and like we probably should both like shampoo and we're just hanging out, fucking talking about life. Now. I should. Um, I Good should shampoo. I took a bath but didn't shampoo before you came here. So anyway, listen. This is you were smart to stop here because we have to introduce that like this whole spa that they're going to is sold by David James, who's some sort of inspirational guru type person. Oh, but I stopped it to say the quote that's on the poster. This is the quote he chose for the poster. It is it says, Insist on yourself and awaken your dreams. Right. Okay. So this the the thing I will say is that at first my first reaction was like yeah because who would go to a spa because of the owner but I'm thinking like I live in L A like of course if someone told me that there was a healer or someone oh I'd fucking hide hide like I'd go out to Malibu fucking spend a thousand bucks no problem I throw up for three days in heaven with a healer please this is Los Angeles Girl, baby like I went to a like when when Groupon first came about, <laughs> like I went to every sort of weirdo Groupon. Like at one point, me and my roommate ended up in like down by UCLA, wrapped in bandages with trash bags over us <laughs> that we paid for on exercise bikes, and we paid for this. <laughs> but at least you had like, a deal. Group Groupon. At least we you had a deal. Like, Let's try this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so and you're right. You're totally right. It was never right. like, oh, this is weird. We thought we like we got into some shit, but then they were putting trash bags over us, and then we had to do all the work, and we thought it was a spa adventure, but we were just in trash. There's bags. a show in there. It's like the show nailed it, but with Groupon instead of Pinterest. What's nailed it? It's all about people failing at Pinterest. But Uh-oh. let's fi- let's keep going okay, with the I'm movie because you sorry, and I. Sorry. No, stop! I, I'll break yeah. your legs. Okay, right, let's keep you going. You go with me. This place clearly looks nothing like the website, Mom. Here. They're at like a tree stump. In the they middle of where they nowhere. actually are. Ah. At, I'm um, not talking myself. What? You look gorgeous. For sure. I'm sending it to you, Sunshine. Hi. Don Kayla? It's Kyla, but yeah. Okay. So it's Kyla, but also but it's K A Y L A according to IMDb. Oh no! 
Welcome to your best decision. So he says to them as they go off, welcome to your best decision, which is never... That's the perfect line for a movie to let everyone know. I think that's when I texted you and I was like, I'm in love with this. Welcome to your best decision. So, okay. So you want to talk about Kyla's tattoo? No, this is the second time we see Kyla's tattoo and the last time we see Kyla's tattoo. So we're maybe five minutes in and Kyla's tattoo is a very prominent like shot in like two times in five minutes and then we never see it again okay thank you because i was gonna say i do not either this is the biggest drop plot line sorry either this is the biggest dropped plot line of all time or i literally blacked out during this movie because i don't remember ever fucking seeing that tattoo again and when i saw it in the first shot i thought to myself oh did i miss a part where they tattooed her because that does look like a spa symbol. It's like a sun and a moon. It's a celestial well, it's also bullshit like, This is a thing. very erratic scene at the first scene. And right. to like, take a moment, because they shot that very like, like kinetic... Like, it was a horror yeah. movie. And then, and then they just took a moment to show her tattoo. And then they showed it again like in the next scene. It's like, what is happening with this tattoo? Like, what is this branding? Never see it again. Thank God. Okay, so I love this because that's... That just makes this movie even better for me. But maybe I'll get into my theories on it in the other the second half of the movie because I, I do have, need to know your your because I have because no, I have I have zero stuff to say about the second half of this movie. Okay, well that's good because we're gonna you and I are gonna fucking just burn this. And Sammy, okay. I apologize. I hope you don't have anything to fucking do for. I know I'm so the next sorry. Hours. So he tells them. I'm Sam. I'm kidding. Um, so he tells them um, they're past the point of no return. Um, there's no signal here in the canyon. Basically, he points to a, he then points to a creek, which he wants to point out to say is like it's a very long creek. And I'm like, okay, like at the time, I'm like, bank all this information. This all means something later on. But um, also, can I say that they were like, oh, this doesn't look like the thing, and then they're driving through something that looks very similar. And they, and they say, this is beautiful, but it looks just like the place they were at. And yeah. then also, all the atmosphere around, I was like, this is why California is burning down. Yeah. This is just kindling. It does look, it's very dry. I would say that it looks a lot like Ojai in a lot of ways, where you're kind of like, oh, or maybe Oak Glen, my favorite town where I go apple picking. It looks a little bit like, yo, like if someone dropped a match in this canyon, it would burn up. But also, it's beautiful scenic driving. Right. Which is, I think, the lie about California. Because everyone talks about how we're beautiful, but baby, this is a fucking... We're waiting to burn up. Yeah. I mean, but they're from California. I get it. Like, I just when, don't want to die in a fire. I just feel like when it's dry, it's not beautiful. Like, I was coming up the deuce. Yeah. And I hadn't been on the deuce in a while. Yeah. The and two then, freeway for everyone yeah. at home. And I was like, it is beautiful because it's kind of layered like Spain or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is very beautiful because I got used to it when I was here. And because that's, yeah. And then I was like. You got to register it again and be like, oh, shit, it is beautiful. But then when I was looking at this, I was like, because I've been in Austin for a year where there's just like green is green is green. And like a lot in Arkansas, where green is really green, I was like, "This looks like it's gonna catch on fucking fire." Yeah. Are you from Arkansas? No, no, no. My 
But my parents retired there. Okay, because I was going to say you'd be our second guest from Arkansas on the oh. show, which would be wild. Yeah. Um. So basically, like, this guy, Brett, who's the hottie driving the van, I have such a crush on him. Do you? I do. Um. And I was pleased to see how he paid off for me as a hero. Um, the dancing? No. And that, you'll see, John, don't spoiler it for the okay, audience. Sorry. Um. But he basically is like, you're in for a treat. He's like, what you get out here makes up for what you don't. Every day will change your life. Namaste. When did the accent um, click in for you? Right away. Okay. Because he was like, hometown country boy, like, yeah. welcome to the van, like, get you in here, welcome to the country. Like, he was very clearly I didn't not- get it until, like, the third scene. Yeah. But his McConaughey was showing. Yeah, it was. And good for him. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. hot. Cool. So they walk into the grand lobby and I was I guess I would say that I was expecting them to show up to the spa and it would be shitty. Like it was going to be like low key and then they were going to like it'd be like no but it's about this guru type are you staring down wags? No, I'm staring down that you thought it was going to be low key and you didn't think this was low key? Oh, I thought this was really grand. I thought this looked like an Arizona spa. It looked like a La Quinta Inn to me. Oh, my God. Am I having, like, am I, like, humble? <laughs> this to me. Are you kidding me? This was, like, one well, of my biggest this is biggest for everyone who's about- ever called me a classist out there in the <laughs> audience, okay? I thought this shit was the most expensive spa in America, and we have Jen in here calling it a La Quinta Inn, and both of us are humble-ass bitches. So. We are. I'm not a... No. I have a lot of thoughts about this. this I'm humble. Looks like- That's my thought. <laughs> This looks like, oh my God. You think this is shitty? We're not going to see it. I don't think it's going to telegraph this for them. I have to tell you. This is exactly how I'll describe it. Okay. It's a, maybe a upgraded La Quinta Inn. Maybe, I think I wrote this down actually. This is a La Quinta Inn in like Paso Robles though. No, no. This is like. pool's nice. This is exactly when I was like. In 2000, whatever, early aughts or whatever the fuck early. Like, when we were all killing it in life. Yeah. When I, you know, would wear a bathing suit. This was the, when, we would, this was when we would find things. No, no. When we would find things to rent for Coachella parties. This was it. I think this is where Sheena Shea got married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't you think? And a lot of people actually get married there. That's actually a pretty high end resort. That place that she got married. Yeah. Because I know like actual famous people who have gotten married there. But but their reaction was almost like they were like, like going into a place that they never even fucking dreamed of. You're right. And you know, the reaction didn't match what it was. It was a nice place. I'm not saying it's not nice. I would love to stay at this La Quinta. Right. But, (laughs) and I would be very impressed. Well, this is the next level of delusion is that I've now accepted this as like the finest spa in the world. So like, I look at that and I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't know we were going to Dubai in this movie. Yeah. Hence, like, I think this was an influence (laughs) for that movie youth. Okay. Which was takes place at like the most finest Switzerland spa. Okay, I need to see yeah. that. That's no, fun. You, you know, it's not. It's not a romp. No, it's great. Okay, so we walk into this, I guess, not so grand lobby. Um, they're met by David James, who knows them by name when they walk in. Um, they're handed infused water, 
And he says to Don, he's like, you look just like my mother. It's a compliment when she was young and beautiful. Well, she reacts very like, like, your mother. Her reaction is she goes, I forgot how good this tasted. Like she has infused water all the time, but also. They're walking around with like drinks with ferns in them. Yeah. And like also in 2013. What kind? Yeah. I thought it was like mint cucumber. It looked like a mojito. And I went. There's so much foliage in that. I went back and forth multiple times about whether or not they actually serve alcohol at this place Mm -hmm. because there does seem to be like dietary exceptions that are at least teased as a possibility. Um, like the burger that we find out later about. So I was, and then also at one point David offers Don a drink and I was like, does David got the secret stash? Like Don should drink that. But then also we see later on Brett, my boyfriend, he's operating a bar, which looks like a full bar. Um, so I don't know if it's a mojito or an infused water. But can I say for your <laughs> friend like, that this has is your like, nightmare. did you say has a bingo or, uh, yeah, we have a bingo. One of the things that's very prevalent on, um, Lifetime Hallmark movies Garnish. is, oh no, that they like make girls seem very humble and down to earth by saying they, they eat burgers. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, she's not like other girls. She eats a, she'll, she'll eat a hamburger. Yeah. And they're like, think that eating burgers is so like, whoa, she's down to earth. Yeah. She, um, what's her face? Kayla, Kyla. Yeah. She, um, she has a real hard on for meat. Like yeah. this, you cannot keep this girl away from her meat. She wants it at I every meal. That. Um, so he takes them on a little tour of the place. The property I wrote is fucking gorgeous. That's what I wrote in my notes. Um, Feel wow. free to challenge that. He no, goes, I, I feel like I've made this like... No, you're right. I mean, honestly, I'm probably delusional. So he goes, welcome to your best decision. And he says, typically the best time to relax is when you don't have time to relax. So thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to focus on happiness. Now, this is the master pool. Um, okay, can I... D- I'm going to describe the master pool to your... Okay. <laughs> just, to dis- just to set the stage Please, for how I thought it was beautiful. epic this place was. <laughs> the master pool... I love that I'm humble. <laughs> you really are. Wait. <laughs> the master pool. <laughs> well, she's like gorgeous. Wait, can I say something about, yeah. um, wait, where am I? Okay. Well, another quote that came from your boyfriend <laughs> that was like a voiceover. He yeah. said, what you get up here. Makes up for what you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that. I don't that. know what that means. <laughs> None well, of these. It means because he's like, she's like, oh, we don't have cell coverage. And he's like, oh, oh well, don't worry. You don't together. have cell coverage. I just thought that was like the first of like the nonsensical like rhetoric. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the pool. He says the master pool. And they're like, because their reactions to like the presentation. So maybe I'm just like. They're like, Reac- we can't I'm wait. If this is the master pool, I can't wait to yeah. see the other pools. Here, I'm going to describe the master pool for you. It's a rectangle, mm-hmm. has pool tiles in it, and is filled with water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a pool. So this is something. What more do you like, want from it? A water on, slide? But they're just like. <sighs> a water slide would be tight. Yeah, but they're just like reacting to it. Like it's like, ooh, the They're acting pool. like this is Dubai. Yeah, they really are. They're acting like they're in the the hotel room that is an aquarium underneath the ground. Yeah, that that's that famous Dubai hotel room that I would 
love to stay in. So um, he notices a woman is having trouble with the steps and like the way that this actress negotiates like pain in her face. Is it brilliant? Yeah. Because her face isn't moving at all, but her body like keeps, she just like keeps failing to take a step up with her leg. Yeah. And she, she just goes back and forth between this one step and it's, she's not having any trouble. This is a young, able body, 30 year old woman probably. Yeah. But he's like, let me take a look at it. She's like, it's just my hamstring. Usually clears up in a in a few hours. And I was like, well, that does it means your body's just going numb. Yeah. It's not cleared up. Um, so he checks it out and he's saying, like, you know, it's so important to use pain and pleasure. So pain and pleasure don't use you. No, I have I wrote down this specific quote. Okay. He's massaging this. He's person. doing like a Reiki or yeah. something. Yeah, he's just working out like a muscle cramp. Mm. And he says, the secret to success. Wait, is this what is this? A- yeah, he says the secret to success. Also, a crowd has gathered around. Yeah. It wasn't on the tour. They're watching the healing. Yeah, the secret to su- success is training your mind to use pain and pleasure instead of having pain and pleasure use you. If you can accomplish that, well... And you can control life. If not, life controls you. And then, That's a very long quote for such a simple, dumb concept that doesn't even make sense. Well, he had to, he had to fill the time while he was healing her because yeah. she stands up and she's like, it actually worked. And I wrote, she's a fucking plant. Yeah. I was like, this is absolutely a plant. Everyone's blown away by this. He heals that hamstring Every time a new batch of customers comes in, I'm yeah, sure. Don has a major boner. Yeah. Yeah. Don's like, oh my God. And like, also, Don, he seems drunk when he's talking. Sure. Yeah. He, well, he does have that thing where it's like, and he does kind of address this later on for himself. It's like, this man could have gone two ways in life. Like, this is one way of directing his lack of um, empathy and probably morals. And just, he's a complete just climber in life he's a succubus right yeah he could have directed that into utter chaos or he could start a religion mm-hmm. but it's got to be pick a lane you know yeah. and he said i picked this one but yeah. it could have been either one at any time and frankly i believe him okay i think that this man absolutely could have murdered yeah. dozens of people no i i like his i like his you like he's, david well i think he's good <laughs> all right john um, okay. my first like i had very problems with his beard in the first scene but then it works out and like through the thing i should mention that david is very conventionally attractive for everyone at he's home. the guy from um he's the guy from empire records that mm-hmm. every girl liked yeah oh not what's me. his name i i will say he's diet bradley cooper for everyone who's not googling right ethan embry no, no, Ethan Embry was the one that other girls like. He was the main character. He was the main guy in Empire Records. I, I haven't seen it in like 12 years, yeah. which is he, a mistake. No, yeah, he's the main guy in, like, there's three guys that you're meant to Everyone choose from. Everyone at home and, knows this, but not me. Yeah, every, like, you're meant to choose from three guys in, when you're a young. In life. It, when you're a young person. You're the meant, alpha, the beta. You're meant to choose from like three guys in Empire Records. This is the main guy, the lo- the main love interest. Then there's Ethan Embry that's like the goofy guy. Then there's like the dark haired guy, which was like, that's who I was. Yeah, me too. To. Always I love a guy. swarthy man. Me too. And, yeah. And so, um, yeah, he was just the main guy. He, he literally was. I'm not, I'm not 
saying that it's like metaphorically. He was actually the actor. Yeah, he was the actor. Okay, his name is uh, Johnny Whitworth. I don't know. I just looked it up because I was like, what do I recognize Johnny Whitworth, bitches. If you need to uh, fucking catch up on him, I'm sure there's a lot of adolescent crushes being re-sparked right now. Um, He's like a... um, He's like a... uh, Skinny Kurt Russell. Sure. He's he's hunky. He's like lifetime hunky. Yeah. And he's doing he, he gets it done. So um, Don comes up after Kayla um, or Kayla rather asks him, what if the thing that she has a problem with is in her head? And he says it's all about perspective, changing how you think about things. I, is changing I want to get the, the world. exact quotes. Because okay. These are supposed to be gurish. And this is all I wrote down is all the quotes. It's not your mind, really. It's more your perspective. You change the way you look at things. You change the way you interpret the world, which is the same as how you look. So these are supposed to be like really deep thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, this, this is a Jack Handy movie. I'm really <laughs> glad you did this because I obviously did the skim job on writing these down. Well, um, all I was interested in was like the real guru quotes. That's what drew me into it. They are the best part. I'm going to play they don't make any sense. A, some good, some good guru tea in a minute. Okay. I will say though that the mom comes up, Dawn comes up after Kayla walks away and goes, her mind is a troubled place. Be careful. And I'm like, what fucking mother talks about her daughter's like, right. She's selling her out to this motherfucker already. Like, she has no allegiance to David. Why is she like shitting on her daughter in front of this guy? But the whole reason that like she says later she wanted to bring her daughter here is to get healed. So why wouldn't she encourage him to like he like be like, oh, yeah, let's like do this. Like, let's heal her. Because maybe before she even realized what was going on, Dawn was um under like her her soul was horny for him. Yeah. She she was yeah. I think that she was already slightly digmatized. Mm-hmm. Um so After now we that. have a speech coming up. Um and I wrote it's like he's preaching a religion and not running a spa. Oh yes. poor innocent Molly. Welcome to eleven twenty-three to twelve forty-nine. Um well you'll figure out what this movie's about. Please. Now, there is a reason why we're out here in the middle of the wilderness. They're all in a golf cart. Now, what I'm going to show you is something extraordinary. Now, we mustn't be afraid to discover where our heart is. Mine is in the wilderness. It's pure, and it keeps the body and soul together. I mean, that's like the warriors on fire. Look that. Welcome, everybody. Night. Siddhartha. Siddhartha um, and Lori. He's taught me everything I know. She's a pretty amazing person. And that's Lori. She's our top administrator. You two have an excellent aura. (laughs) Thank you. I guess. In your rooms, you're going to find your luggage, schedule, and general checklist. And you're going to want to fill that out as soon as possible because that's going to help us to get a better understanding of how to make the most of your stay here with us. Um, and tomorrow we're going to do a group exercise in the morning. But until then, just relax. Get ready to be rejuvenated. Welcome to the source. And more importantly, welcome to the family. Thank you. Aw, Okay, so I want to just point out one, one thing really quick. Yeah. You're not going to over talk, and I'll okay. cut you off. Um, I won't, but I 
but I'll let you know. Um, one thing that everyone should know is that at right now, Dawn is still a little bit hesitant and Kyla's very like eager. She's excited to be here. The most excited we will see of Kayla. Um, and Dawn is pretty much reserved. She's acting a little bit as if she hasn't left the house in eight years. She's a little bit like, what are these? Wow. These people and like the talking, she's very like disturbed by everyone, which is a good instinct, a healthy fear. Um, what, what did you want to point out when we were playing the clip? Well, Kyla is like a pendulum. She's either like way over here Mm. or way over there. Yeah. And she can swing. She'll, she'll swing back and forth. Yeah, I love well, it. That's I mean, this is the this is the deal with these Lifetime movies is like she they she would have to have some sort of depth or like hobby or other characteristic than just being sarcastic and a little bit petulant in order for. Yeah. Teens are often like real big assholes. Yeah. And like just like unreal. Teen girls are very at like usually very highly emotional and usually very assholey. I think 1819 is you underrated, watching, though. Um, what do you call it? Uh, the one, the Bravo. Oh, Dirty John. Yeah. Starring Juno Temple. No, I haven't watched it. Juno Temple is the center square on our bingo card because I talk about her all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, she's my favorite actress. Is she? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's great. I think she's the finest but actress the of our generation. episode, the daughters are so over-the-top assholes. Mm-hmm. It gets it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, but it's also the the girl that I love so much from um, Ozarks is the sister. I don't Juno know. Temple. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, but she's great it. too. She's like she's on the level. Of I need Juno a Christmas Temple. treat. I will be. I'm. This will be after Christmas when this airs. But I'm going to be streaming Lifetime movies all day long on Christmas here okay. by myself. Um, like I'm just so excited to spend Christmas alone. I've taken two days off because of the store since Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I'm so excited to just like lifetime it out and watch these movies. But I'm also going to watch Dirty John that day. Yeah. I mean, the first episode is a little jarring. I think you have to like, you know, just like lifetime movies, you have to acclimate. Right. Much like the word, like I'm taking care of some wood flooring. Right. Being installed and you have to let it acclimate. Yeah. Um. You have to like let it sit there for a little while before you what can is install tricky. it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think with your yeah with I think Dirty John, you have to acclimate because the daughters are so assholey in the first episode. It's crazy. I think that's why my little gates in the back are like fucked up. It's because they didn't like the wood acclimated. I think they just fucking nailed that shit right in. Yeah, and it didn't work. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So, stop. Um, so David goes into the main building and he looks at a framed image of the words as he's in his office and it's become truth. Um, but become is like separated by a hyphen because it's written so large. So I was like, (laughs) become truth. I was like, maybe there's something more to that. I wish it was spelled C-U-M. 100%. And that's like kind of like the tattoo. I feel like that was a drop plot line for me. Like what does become truth mean? You know? Also this office looks both over decorated and under decorated at the right. same time. It's like a McMansion where it's like someone put in a um put in a like a built in shelf and yeah. the family really stacked that up but then they all they have is an armchair in the room. It's like those sad yeah. houses on oh, TV. That's right. Yeah. Men's men do that <laughs> all the time, yeah. you know? 
Um, so um, we see a photo of his mother by the desk, and the mom does look like Kayla's mom. Kyla's mom. It looks exact. It's it, it. I think it could be her. So the music they're playing right now is tense. So right away we know David's bad dude. Yeah. Okay. Um. He pulls out a recorder from his pocket and he says into it, "Fears up. Fears an opportunity for you to take an action and walk through it. And then after that, fear holds no power over you." Um, we then go to a Don and Kayla doing a little bit of a walk and talk around the property. Um, Don says that she read that Kayla or sorry, that David is a registered psychologist, so he can probably help Kyla out. Right. Kyla's like, I just can't wait to watch, like, TV when we get into the room. I hear that. But, like, she cannot possibly believe that there's TVs on this property. I mean, anytime I'm in a hotel room, I'm like, I don't have cable. I just watch everything online. I'm like, when can I get my law and order, and where is it? Well, that's because you and I are reasonable people that would never just blindly book. But that's a vacation a for guru. me. Well, 100%. Yeah. That's, my goal is to go to a different city and lay in a bed and watch Kardashians like, right. for four hours. Um, I never do that in Austin. That's the only city I don't do it in. I'm like, yeah. get me out here, baby, because I don't yeah. need Xanax there. Yeah. One of the only cities in America. Um, but um, I will say that I did not think that once they gave up the cell phones, there was any hopes of cable in that hotel room. I thought that was a delusional yeah. thought yeah. on Kayla's mind. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we get there. Um, no TV, but the girls but are they're excited. Like, nice room. Yeah, and well, they were mom s- jumps for joy when she realizes that there's no nothing to plug in in this room. But also the room, they're so impressed by this place. But they also were like, when they were in the parking lot that looked exactly like this place, they were like, this is unimpressive. And then they go in, and then there's like, it's one of these rooms where, like, you know those hotel rooms where they put, like, this weird stripe. It's almost like a scarf. I on know the what it is. And it's called the Courtyard it. Marriott. And that's my yeah. favorite hotel. Okay. But that <laughs> I'm so humble. piece of fabric over the thing that is just like, yeah, it's like a scarf on the thing. There's a bed skirt. It's the, that, that, that piece of fabric I've read somewhere. It has a, there's a reason why hotels put that little like bed. Um, I forget what it's called right now because I'm, haven't used my mind in a while, but it's the piece of like basically in lieu of a blanket, they put a little sash at the end of the bed. Yeah. And there's a reason why hotels do that, but I can't remember what it is. But oh, it's, there's it's oh, a I'm psychological. Google that. It's like I love a total it. psychological, like some some sort of like the way that McDonald's manipulates us with yeah. like their colors or whatever. But also it has a bed skirt, which I mean, I like my beds non gendered. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We don't need a bed skirt. When was the last time you saw well, a bed kilts. skirt? Even straight men wear kilts. Yeah. Also, like, I think, yeah. Like, well, I also <laughs> don't like my. Don't get ho- too caught up I in ho- it. I don't like my hotel room bed full of jizz. So I guess that's gender. There's that. That's so a jizz I would like. W- oh, maybe the, maybe the um, fabric is a sarong and not a scarf. So we have a skirt and a sarong, and that would be like, there's no jizz here. Right. Is that the implication? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Cool. But I do think everything is jizz covered. And I don't think about it when I'm in the room, but when I leave, I'm like, Molly, you've been rolling around in DNA for two days. Like, So is the the sarong meant to like distract your eye from like looking for jizz stains. I think it's partially that. And I think it's also, I mean, it is a nicer photo finish. Like you have to admit that, that like it kind of ties the room together yeah. better visually. 
But okay, I think there's another reason. I we'll have to look it up. Okay, so um, the girls are now laying poolside, getting massaged. I don't know about you, but I think Kayla's about 19, and I don't think I had like this sort of luxury massage experience until I graduated college. Yeah, so we're in the massage. Oh, now she's did getting she a go a rub? We like, but she got trapped in the um, the no, we're not there yet. Oh, we're not there. That's like an hour away. In the sauna? In the sauna? That's at, like that's that's that's, that's, be- that's a that's a beetle. That's right, isn't it? Right after? No, no, no. Oh, okay. We're talking Sorry. the first massage montage when oh. these bitches are getting real in here oh. and they are living the life. Kayla goes, "Money may not buy happiness, but it sure makes you comfortable." So oh. these bitches are really sidling up to this okay. shit. Love it. Um, and so her mom. Um, oh, Kayla reads a line from the the pamphlet that she's reading because these people have no literature either and she writes you're free or she reads you're free the minute you wish to be um her mom asked her to keep an open mind the Mm -hmm. whole weekend you know what they say about an open mind people are always trying to get stuff in them that's what kayla says and she's right she is that's a really good because i'm i feel very proud of my open mind Mm -hmm. but maybe it's nothing to be proud of maybe i should be more humble about my open mind you know? Yeah. Have some humility. So, um, Kayla and her mom basically are like, we want to live here. And they're having a very nice, like, touching moment of closeness. Um, and Kayla's mom first clocks that um, she's wearing the heart necklace she gave right. her. Right. Beef fry. Yeah. You beef fry. Beef fry. Satan's. Yeah. Yeah. So, but also, like, she's been wearing it the whole time. Right. And also, like, the mom in, in Kyla, which is her name, even though she doesn't spell it, that she, like, they're acting as if there's this fractured thing between them that does not appear in any other way. Right. Like, the only thing is fractured is beef, right? Oh, you call it street end? <laughs> yeah, street I end. I call it saint end. No, it's that's street. okay. <laughs> that's so I, funny. I, so, I wonder yeah. if it's like Yankee swap white elephant. Yeah. <laughs> like, where are we from? Um, so uh, they go to a huge buffet in the main part of the hotel and Lori's talking to Don in a line. And Don's like, this is great. And Lori's like, I mean, tell me about it, right? Like, this place, like, just, like, gets my rocks off. Like, I love it. I'm obsessed. And Lori's, like, attitude for this place is jarring. It is absolutely cult energy. Yeah. She has a very, um, uh, what's the, the, what's the thing? She's acting like a person who sells on commission. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where she's yeah. like, well, if you just like join this cult, then like I can stay in this cult too. Yeah. And then like Jen just mentioned that this is like a Palm Springs hotel. And I think you just tapped into something, which yeah. is that I really want to go to Palm Springs. I My birthday's too. coming up and I was thinking for, I was going to do two days in Palm Springs and just like, by the way, but you can't steal my house because I'll have someone staying here. But so don't bling ring me. But, um, <laughs> but, um, I was thinking about taking two days in January and that might be wise. I might just really want that fucking pool action. You should, but this looks like kind of every place in Palm Springs and you could do it different things. And also I would love to see more cultish ropes. Like when you go to the ACE yeah. in, in Palm Springs, they give you those like weird robes with the hoods mm-hmm. and those like, I'm not going to cult- say I've stolen some, but I've literally actually I love them they're very Moroccan it's card yeah Yeah. and and I feel like that's what they need more of vibe here is this like weird culty Moroccan like ace vibe this yeah I don't know okay I'm gonna stop talking about this place really quick though it's a terracotta wonderland 
It is. It's very yeah. Spanish style. This is L.A. This is very easy to build in L.A. Like, this isn't a stretch for the area. And I think that that's what Jen is tapping into. So, like, I think, like, honestly, most of the world, if you were to watch this, you'd be like, oh, that's really nice. But in California, this is very dime a dozen sort of hotel properties. Yeah. And in well, L.A., and Palm you also, Springs. And Palm Springs, yeah. for sure. And then also, I feel like, you know, most Lifetime movies are kind of, like, curated home goods that's absolutely what they are i think it's like home depot outdoor yes stuff i talk about and home cost depot. and cost or a cost plus yeah yeah it's very like world market world, this is a yeah. world market world market world job. and i've said and by the way again i have no problems with these stores i know them i know the products because i have them myself okay but when i'm telling you imagine a major motion picture set littered with the home goods clearance section looks cute in your house, but you wouldn't buy it from, let's say, a Spike Lee. If Spike yeah. Lee had a home goods kitchen in his movies, you'd have some questions. Well, I mean, I think part of this that I respect, and the only reason I clock that is I do respect the fact that this takes place in, you know, two locations and takes place in... 2013. Like, they're, well, they're taking the Transpo van and using it. Yeah. And they're taking, like, the crew parking and using it as a set. Like, and this is how shit gets made, man. I like, think it's because it's they because, also... like, they just had this spot for this time. And there's literally parts where, like, people are coming downstairs that maybe they're doing pickups on that look literally, like look like houses in Los Feliz. Yeah, because this yeah. would be a thing because they do use specific spa settings from time to time. So this would be a thing where they would have to rent out a spa for like a seven-day shoot probably. Right. And they have like, I think like David's office is a set. I think the hotel room's a set. But I think for the most part, these... This isn't a spa. This is a rented hotel property redressed, right? right. Okay. So um, they go to this buffet and... You know, um, Lori's like all up on Don's dick about how great it is. Um, we see the cute guy, Brett, from the van. He comes over to Kyla and he offers her to find something to eat. And he's like, you know, I might be able to sneak you a burger or something. Just don't tell nobody. Um, and she never said that she wanted a burger to him. No, she but said she it said in the jacuzzi. So my in my mind, I'm like, is does are there mics all over this property? How does he know about the burger? No, because she said, I'm not a vegetarian, but I eat animals that are vegetarians. But she didn't say, I want a burger. Right. And he said, I'll get you a burger. Right. And like out of all the things, I will say, obviously. Subtext, I'm going to give you the meat. Yes. But I will say... Burger isn't necessarily shorthand for meat, and she did say that. So when yeah. he said that, my mind was like, how did he know that specific word? He must have had the Oh, place. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I was like, they mic'd this place. I was already on to these oh, people. Oh, okay. So um, Kylo's thrilled. He's like, you know, it's a cute flirty moment. Yeah. Um, Don goes, he's cute. And Kylo says the thing she says every single time, where she's like, I don't need drama in my life. She does need drama in her life. And the mom, everyone who says they don't want to fight, everyone who says, I don't need drama, they want to fight and they need drama. Yeah. For sure. I always. don't want to fight. I do need drama. Yeah. It's on your mind. Yeah. Like, so you want to have it. Yeah. Right? Let's so engage. Mom goes, nice try. I almost believed you, which is the lifetime version of a joke. That's their, like, this is their 
funny thing. Yeah. So um, Kyla and mom, they leave the steam room and Kyla's like, I need something for my locker. I'll be, I'll be right back. So I was like, oh, her, this is interesting because I thought when they first surrendered their phones, they were never going to be accessible again or like maybe they would take the phones, but she's able to go to her locker and get her phone. Yeah. Which she doesn't do, but until later. But she, when she says she needs to get something from her locker, I'm like, oh, so this bitch, like, they have access to this stuff. Yeah. This is a, while there isn't service out here, this is not, like, the most well-planned cult. Yeah. You know? Because it's not like, give me your phones. We're going to put them in those lockboxes. We're going to put them in the security. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you go to Vota Spa, there yeah, are more. Yeah, and when she says, like, I have to get something from my locker, there's nothing in her locker except her phone. Yeah. They yeah. sit on your nuts much harder at Voda Spa, which is like What's a Russian. Voda Spa? It's a Russian spa in West Hollywood where you pay like, I think it's like a $20 towel fee or something, but also you can get massages and facials and blah, blah, blah. But no phones. Um, they take your phone. They put it in a lockbox. Because it's nudie time? No, they serve alcohol and it's also male, female. Like you wear your swimsuit mm. and it's like multi-gender. So like it's, a, it's also a very hot Russian hot spot. Mm. So like it's always like, very pretty and or Jersey Shore looking type um, Jersey Shore Russian people partying very hard in there. Oh, and it's, so it's steenish. So, yeah. So for but like it's but it's not because it is a spa. And they Does don't it have like, like Euro vibe. Yes. I will say that my basically my point in even saying that is to say that I don't wear my swimsuit to vote a spa because I'm like, I don't need to watch some couple like fucking in a jacuzzi. Yeah. And then go get a massage and then come down and be like, but there would be people fucking there. I'm humble enough. I don't need to be humbled that hard. You know what I mean? Right. But it's not like you're a spa be, where like old people, you know, they'd be I, like I rubbing a, on I each other to, like, and fighting. I like a weirdo. I, you know? I would watch that. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, it's that like toxic couple mix where it's like five minutes on five minutes off. Like they yeah. hate each other. Then they're like rubbing on each other. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's yeah. like that. Yeah. There should be a reality. It's probably what Lohan's Beach Club is going to be all about. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I've been to a, like a spa, like the, like one of those like classics, like like weird hot cold baths yeah European, like spa yeah. in budapest and i was like kind of cool but nobody it, nothing was oh honey this is like, on so, yeah this, this is, on is Santa more Monica boulevard like oh no so it's i mean this is why they have the korean spas yeah, yeah. i like those this is like for the people who aren't willing to go have the you ever been to the 24 south? like the 24 hour one we yeah um i haven't been but i actually know people that sleep there okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know people that live at Wee Spa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wee Spa is a place for people who don't know that's a Korean spa in L.A. where they like fucking scrub your nude body and they hit you with eucalyptus branches and you go in and out of hot and cold pools. and Yeah. Saunas. But then you can also go into like a sleep room and I think it's a $35 charge. They have a sleep room? Yeah. I didn't can, know that. Well, it's like a restroom. Like you can rest there, but there's but mats. But it's 24 hours. People sleep yeah. there a lot. Okay. So I... Actually, know someone who works in and out of town, and the three days that they're in LA, they sleep at Wee Spa. <laughs> that's I'm like, good. it's actually not a bad deal. No, it like, isn't. They serve you food and drink. You can go to sleep, wake up when you want. If you only like, if you're a man, like the person I know, you probably need like six hours of sleep a night. You're like a 50 year old man. Like you don't need that much sleep. Yeah, I only went there um, when someone was having a birthday, and they're like, I don't want to drink my uh, like and party on my birthday. I just want to go to a spa, but I want to be up partying late. So let's all go there. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think that for $35 a night, I don't understand why people don't live there. Yeah. Maybe I'll go there tonight. I don't why know. don't I fucking live there? <laughs> like, I'm looking at myself right now being like, girl, what are you doing? Like, you have a mortgage. You could have been living at We Spa. Yeah. If you spend 35 a night, and that is a lot. But if you really think about what it costs to live in L.A., it's not that much by I, any stretch. I need more eucalyptus in my life. And why? then you have more money to yeah. get massaged. All I care about in life now is like, all I think about is doggles. Yeah. You know, those little connector things. And, you yeah, know, dongles. Um, yeah, I um, I live I my think about life by dongles and... Um, Aren't they called what, dongles? Dongles. That's yeah. what it is. That's all I... Anytime I'm thinking about stuff, it's like, how do I dongle this, you know? And, and then, that's why I hate this computer, because I didn't buy this computer. I bought this fucking $18 dongle, and now my life, I'm a slave to it. No. Yes. Okay, so you have the same computer I do, I yeah. think. And then, but also, but the headphone inset is the same, but yeah. on a plane, you have to do the other thing, so I have a dongle for that. Yeah. All I'm doing is dongling, and I'm doing um, essential oil job. Oh, you're an essential oil head. I just okay. got into it, and I can't stop. Well, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. If you do join a pyramid scheme and start selling essential oils, I will tell my customers to buy only from my customers, my listeners to buy only from I you. don't want to get into selling it. I only, in traffic, put it on the back of my neck. I'm just going to say check Jen's or check this um, description religiously for the next three years of your life because one day it may be updated with Jen's. But spoiler, Coat. like everyone in my life is getting a diffuser that I found that I really love. But spoiler. Oh, my God. Wait, set up an Amazon wish list like a cam girl and maybe someone, maybe I'll buy you an oil diffuser. No, I already have them. I'm oh. just giving them to everyone in my life. That's like my overarching like okay. um, uh, Christmas gift. I had a diffuser and mine broke. So she goes down to in just a towel and a suit, which I always I would feel so vulnerable in just a bathing suit and a towel and no shoes in a wet room, by the way. Put yeah. some shoes on, ma'am. Um walking down towards like locker. I would I would not do it. I wouldn't I don't care what's on that Mm-mm. phone. I don't need it in my life. Um but as she walks down this dark hall, she overhears an altercation which will change everything. Yeah. So let's play 1632 to 1801. I don't know what you're talking about. I know it was you. No, it wasn't me. Don't lie to me. No. Where do you think you're going? Nowhere. So it's oh, Sinartha. Please. In some David, I made, I made a mistake. Shut up. It takes years to build up trust. David, please. And unfortunately... Seconds to tear that down. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. David. It won't happen again, I promise. So she but runs she away. Her, she throws her hand over her own mouth. I yeah. love that move. She runs away and she um David sees that some movement has happened and he sees that she's about to go into the spa. So he does pulls a pretty little liars, which also was probably inspired by this. And locks her into the sauna. This is also a home alone. This is in every scary movie. Yeah. It sticks something under the door. But he locks her in a sauna, which they is... They were threatening a man. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um... They're ki- they're clearly killing some man in some room, and she oversaw it. But he didn't... He's hiding in the sauna. She's hiding in the sauna. I don't think he knows it's her in there. He just is like, whoever is in there, I'm going to kill them. Yeah. He's just, like, double killing here. He's double killing. 
it's a fitted suit. It's not too fitted. So then there's a mustachioed man, and Siddhartha is oh, he cracked That's his neck. That's a neck break. Well, he says because I watched this on the plane, um, with the subtitles on. Oh he yeah. Says, you never want to leave this room, this land, according to the subtitles. I mean, Siddhartha, I have questions about, because I think that he's running a cult within the cult. That's what I thought. I was <laughs> like, is he the Bogwan? Yeah. And, and David is the Sheila? Yeah. But then it gets switched where David's the really Bogwan yeah. and, sh- and maybe he's the Sheila. Yeah. Right? But... Because he says, he taught me everything I know. And so I thought, and then I thought when I saw this quote, I was like, gonna Google, do you know the, the, the novel Siddhartha? No. It's a Herman Hess novel. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, I don't, I, I don't, I've never read it. Oh. Like, I know a lot, I know a lot about books. I love that you Googled this. Okay. No, I didn't Google it. Oh. I just know this. I worked at Borders for seven years. Okay, so this is I've like a Sophie's it. choice. We no. all know what it means. Yeah, yeah. no, I shelved. I've shelved uh-huh. a lot of things. <laughs> You've shelved a lot of Siddhartha's in your day. Yeah, like I know a lot of titles and a lot of authors, but I don't know what the fuck. And I kind of get it like wh- where they were placed. I get what they're about. So what's the nug? What's the Siddhartha nug? Well, it's like a spiritual journey through, I think, India or something. But yeah. I, when he said that, I was like, oh, is that a Siddhartha quote? And maybe this is like a whole thing where this is this underlining theme of like maybe somebody who wrote this was like. I'm going to throw out this. I think that who I think that a lot of times when there's diversity in Lifetime movies and in any movie, they often choose names that are like. Oh, that's an Indian name that I've heard before and I can wrap my head around. Yeah, I mean, it is like kind of, a, it fits with the theme a little yeah. from what I understand of it. Yeah. I didn't do a deep dive on it. I but just I don't know, know, it. know if David, like, I, I'm wondering, because you're right, because Siddhartha would be the one that introduces like elements of Buddhism into David's life. Like, where did David get this? Because he seems like riffraff from the street. Well, he did say, like, this guy taught me everything exactly. I know. And then that's why I thought that guy was running the whole game well then, exactly that's yeah. what I'm, that's i'm agreeing with you and i'm yeah. saying like i but now knowing what we know i have to say like do you think siddhartha came in was his teacher and then david overpowered him or became the controller and siddhartha just likes being the man behind the man or do you think siddhartha came that's, to america well, needed some help sheila and did Bogdan. a little yeah that's mm-hmm. the sheila that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know like, you and i are having some synergy right now yeah. sis. i'm telling you yep okay. i tell you okay so the alarm starts sounding in the sauna and the sun is basically being like it's too hot bitch like if you're in here it's too hot right but also the controls are right there so she can turn down 100 percent. and like we're supposed to tell that it's too hot because we keep flashing back and forth between this burning like bowl of water which yes there are those in saunas but they're usually like yeah decoration yeah. at this point um can i oh this is a sidebar you can cut this out if you want yeah because you um refer me to like hands on a hard body oh yeah which i had had never seen and i can't believe i had never is it seen religious it. for you now oh my god molly yeah. like <laughs> i'm so excited i got to tell you about hands on a hard but body i'm so glad that like it was like bu- i bought it you know because you're like i'll buy it for you and then i'm like i'll buy it and i'm like i need to like revisit Do you love it i love it but there's this um 
um, mini dock or a, like a like a I don't it's know. It's like that features sort of thing that comes with hands on a hard body. That thing. No, but oh. it's one called Sweat that is a finish. Um, it's a finish. Um, short documentary about competitional um saunaing okay oh my god no way but i really thought like oh my god if molly loves hands on a hard body she'll love sweat i will you yeah. is it just google no, yeah you can just watch it oh my god guys everyone watch hands on a hard body and also watch sweat i'm gonna yeah. watch it like, you're gonna love right sweat. after this yeah i guess finnish people are supposed to be the most unhappy people of all time but that's right um like this thing about finnish sweating I don't know. I just remembered it. I think because I was like, you know, thinking about you when I was watching this movie because we're doing it for this. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a mini hands on our body. Sweating what is about so sweating? good for you. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm recently, you know, trying not to be, you know, I, I, I'm loving my fat zone. I have an infrared sauna downstairs. I haven't sat in it in a year. Really? I've had depression on and off, but I have an infrared sauna downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I'm getting more into my Bikram phase because I, so I was good. obsessed with Bikram and did it forever. Yeah. Not the man, the practice, everyone. Okay, um, she's not in love with him. Yeah. But yeah, you loved it. Yeah, You're I loved it. Like and then me. now I like, I loved my fat. I, I'm loving my fat phase and I loved leading into it. But now I'm like, 2019, maybe we're just not doing this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, get in. Get involved. Sweating is truly addictive. I love it. Because you're like, it's just, there's no feeling like it. Yeah. Um, and infrared's great because it, bur- it like boils you from the inside. So like you get I haven't slowly- gotten super into it. So you have it in your house? I have it downstairs. They're like a thousand bucks. Like, I didn't know I'm that. not saying that like it's no big deal, but like that was yeah, the first something that. Yeah, that's not that much if you do it all, all the time. Because I, I would be afraid 20 to do it session. Lo- but I would be afraid to do it like you have an out. Like what if you passed out or something? I don't care. Okay. Like, same. <laughs> I mean, honestly. That's how like, I that feel. Could be, I, have yeah. a, I have a black eye because I'm so klutzy that getting ready to go to the store the other day, I banged my face on a um, chair arm. So I would say in life, like, it's, no, I'm pretty close to... I feel the same to, about something. Yeah, no, I get I'm it. Fat- fatalities exist around me all day. Okay. So, like, what do I care? Okay. Sweat it out. So she gets locked inside and um, she finally, like, she gets out. She gets the broom away. So she goes and she knocks on the door. And she's like, knock, 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 knock. She's also, going crazy. to be noted, she was pulling in more than pushing out. Right. So she don't, She she might not know how the door works. Are you blaming the victim, I think? Yeah, um, I am victim blaming. <laughs> so she's like knocking, knocking, knocking. Like Dawn is in the room. She's like, Dawn is like already in bliss. And so her mom's like, all right, all right. And I'm like, if only you knew what horrors we're on the other side of that door. Like what PTSD your daughter will already have yeah. before anything else that's about to happen. Huh? Yeah. That's already probably a level of PTSD being locked in a sauna after witnessing a near murder. Right. Um, so um, David sees like a little like shadow play that's going on outside of the room. Like he sees through the curtain that the two of them are like yeah. having this sort of calamity moment. Right. And he's like, it must be them. So he goes and knocks on the door and he's doing this whole, like, I'm so embarrassed, sheepish thing. Um, he's good. Which is, he is good. And that's yeah. the other thing is I will fall for a manipulator. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, where do I go? 
So he says, you know, we've been having theft lately. What you saw was the employee was caught. He's getting fired. Um, I'm really sorry that you were startled. The sauna thing is unacceptable. I would love to comp another day. Um, Don's like, you know, fixing the sauna is enough. What, and he goes, why don't you think about it? And he, as he lets himself out, he's like so embarrassed. And um, the mom's like, Kayla, are you okay? And she's like, I'm not sure. So then we go to the next day. David's leading them on a hike. And Kyla, I'm going to say Kayla, Kyla. I'm going to go back and forth. And you okay. guys are going to have to deal with it. Because David at one point calls her Kylie. So I feel like I can live with any mistake that happens from yeah. there. So the next day, David's leading them on a hike. And Kyla might like, be him nagging her. I thought that too. Yeah. Because <laughs> he does, uh, he really fucking taps in. Yeah. Yeah, but no, also that's like. That's in between. Okay, we'll get to that. His but. his way of tapping in is not that great because it's like very obvious. You're like, oh, well, that's why you don't write your biggest fears down on a piece of paper and leave them in the woods. But also that's exactly the type of exercise that you would do. I wanted something. so much more of that. And that's what I thought would have made the movie better. Yeah. I like I like this, even though the arrow, the like archery thing is janky because they bought these this archery gear at Toys R Us. But I wanted more of that, like him manipulating them to find their weakness and then using it against them. But yeah. I feel like they did everything once and they did other things twice that. They shouldn't have done twice and they should have found better ways. But I will say that the ones he did pick to advance, I was pleased with all of them. Yeah. Like, I just was felt very satisfied by the people he did pick. But at the same time, you're right. So um, David leads him on this hike and Kyla's like, listen, like, I'm fucking in pain. And he's like, it's a pain leaving your body. It's all good. Yeah. And people are like complaining of dehydration and all this stuff. Yeah. But then they get to the top of the hill and there's a huge buffet waiting for yeah, them. Yeah, this is like a very, um, what is it? What's the, uh, oh my God, I'm blinking out. Well, it looks like Mormon heaven is basically what it's <laughs> like. Do you know what I mean? Like at the yeah. beginning of like, um. I thought it was a below deck like spread where they like go. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a combo of that. And then like (laughs) if you added some more, the celestial nature of Kayla's tattoo plus this is the credits to Big Love. (laughs) Am I wrong? I never have watched Big Love. Oh, okay. Well, basically it's like Mormon people circling the universe and like having a great time. Yeah. And that's what they're doing here. I think it's all very clear. So um, <laughs> Kyla asks for bacon because she's a big meathead. Yeah. And Lori's like, look, we only have superfoods here, but the tofurkey's good. Yeah. And tofurkey's not a superfood. And I really, I didn't do the research on it, but in my gut, I feel like tofurkey is probably not great for you. And well, anytime someone tries to make something look like what it's not, is not great for you. Like yeah. turkey bacon's not good, is be- worse for you than bacon in some ways. Yeah. Because it's forcing a turkey to look like a bacon. Right. You know? And also, tofurkey's for sure not a breakfast food. Like, that's, no one's like, here, have your breakfast turkey. Um, So, Kyla says, "Um, I haven't seen, she's like, I haven't seen the guy that was fired last night all morning. And her mom's like, who knows? He'll show up. And I'm like, girl, like, first of all, this is three two tiered, okay? Because one, Don's like, I would have busted a move out of here, and I'm like, yeah. well, Ky- good point, Don. Kyla, like, do you really think this man's going to get fired and then show up to the company breakfast the next morning? That's odd. Secondly, like, yeah, that was like a weird, like, 
why isn't he here? That's dumb. He, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you boogie, man. <laughs> you get fired, you boogie. Like, yeah. you have no reason to be there. And, like, also, secondly, like, is it beyond her imagination that this man was for sure killed last night? Because I would be like, oh, well, we're for sure amongst murderers. But that's not, I mean, like, no, if but I have that's to stay why here, she's a pendulum. Like, right. she just, like, is like, completely terrified and we have to get out of here but then she gets one over again yeah and then so then the Siddhartha, she's her mom's daughter thank you not her father's daughter which everyone else that seems to be the big propaganda push so the guy who killed this man last night Siddhartha my boy he tells David it's been taken care of um, which I wrote like he didn't know last night because I thought that maybe he didn't know that Siddhartha killed him. Yeah. Now I realize he probably meant the disposal of the body. Right. Okay. So let's Can play. I, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll, no, we'll talk about this later. Because the body's great, if that's what you want to talk about. Well, just Siddhartha is just incompetent at disposing bodies. No, he's like very bad at it. And the whole time, I, the whole thing that I'm thinking the whole time this movie is like distance, man. Like get distance. Like <laughs> that you can you can pull some like tricky like. Bugs Bunny shit once you're but you have to get distance first they stop hiding behind trees get distance and then you can fuck around so let's do 2154 to 2518 four things that don't come back the spoken word the past life missed opportunities and the sped arrow I call these truth arrows now, we've all been lied to, some of us on a daily basis. And then we wonder why we have a problem trusting people. I'm here to tell you, hope believes in every one of you. But first, we have to identify our dreams, our goals, our hopes. And then we have to figure out a way to take action, put into motion achieving these goals. Otherwise, I guess we're just stuck in the mud and just waiting for the storm to pass. But I am offering you, all of you, an opportunity right now. Think back when you were a kid to a time when everything was simple and think what you wanted to be. Now, I want something from all of you, something simple, that little thing that that child wanted when you first decided to dream. For me, I wanted to be a cowboy. <laughs> I did. I did. I want to be an outlaw. When you were a kid, what'd you want to be, Al? Now, don't be embarrassed. The only power that anyone wields over you is the power that you give them. Um, <clears throat> a rock star. I was one of his backup singers. <laughs> <laughs> well, write that down. Write what? That I want to be a rock star. Write it down. Write it all down. Every everything that you want to achieve. Put down your goals. You too much closer to making it true because now you are taking action what did you want to be i always wanted to be a dancer okay and what happened life do you know how to dance in my head it sounds to me like you are a dancer but write it down write it all down what about you what did you want to be Motivational speaker. <laughs> Gonna have to watch you. Don't hide behind the sarcasm. What do you want to be? Seriously. 
No sarcasm to hide behind. What do you want to be? Begin to make it true. So we go now? Can we do this thing? Take action. Story of my life. This one. Congratulations, hey, you see that? Go, Mom! That's good. Go get him, girl. Hey! Whoa! That's my daughter. Well, somebody's done this before. Great, great form. So basically, I just wrote after the archery scene, like, I am so fucking uncomfortable because... I would fall into this cult, no problem. Like, well, like I would forget that I wrote their... my fear on a piece of paper and then, like, not register that it was what was being used against me, uh, like, three days later. To me, I would just completely... I'm completely not transparent. Like, I'm completely, like, you know, I don't do Facebook, all that. I'm completely, like, guarded. Yeah. So I would never write anything down that was actually... Real, you would lie, and then I would also think that it was going to be used against me, right? And that's not my openness, but I would be open to the experience of it, right? Um, you're smart, you're bad. I'm no, no, I'm not smart, but in real life, you're softy, but you're smart to like know to like it's almost like with me, I'm like, I could never even fuck with like certain things. I'm like, oh, I would lose my life to it. Like, if I ever tried like an Oxycontin, I would die. I think that's you with Facebook. I mean, I have a Am Facebook. I, I mean, I think we talked about this the last time because I, li- like I told you, I listened to the last one we did where it's I was like a, out of it's my been mind. A long time. But I said, yeah, the whole reason I got Facebook was to work on like a lifetime project that I had to have it for. That's right. But then well, I never explained to you about it, um, which was not a, a big thing at all. But one thing in this thing was like, but I kept up with it where I'll, Whoever joined me, I'll look at them. Yeah. And then I just don't add anyone else and I never have posted. But I do like, I don't know, this is just my Facebook experience. All I do when I do look at it, I probably have like some wine in me and all that really comes up is like these like real like manipulative like special videos. Of, yeah. Like, well, like, my Facebook is pretty neutered too. Like, yeah. It's like the Facebook that people talk about where people are just like throwing like lobbing really serious political opinions around there. Like I don't live with that Facebook, but like Twitter, Instagram, all that's fair game. And I, I'm an open person in general, easily influenced, um, not just by social media, but also in real life. Like I, I think that I'm a person who's like many other people who get involved in cults. Like I'm always looking for like what the next like phases you know yeah i mean i'm getting into that i don't necessarily have to engage in that because that's kind of my persona anyway to just be a little um, left of center well i'm i'm left and i'm a little ahead in some things but i'm behind in other things so i get into wormholes where now i'm like into like a discovery period about YouTube where I was... Me too! Yes. And so, like, I'm just more like... Because I was off-put by it because of the whole, like, hey, guys, 
but then I'm like now in this discovery period of like, oh, there's actually interesting stuff going on. Yeah. Too, because I like the forward facing stuff of it is like, hey, guys, link below. <laughs> like people like overacting. It's the, and un- then, like, it's the underneath. Yeah. It's more like what is like what is actually happening and it's what is it going to be? And then. Um, yeah, I mean, I never really, I did, I tried to do Twitter for a second, but it's, it's never, the more, the more, I'm just discouraged to like get on, to even engage with Twitter because of, I do do a lot of news. Yeah. And then everything I hear about Twitter is like, I can't do that because well, it's any too much. part of you IRL, like offline, if any part of you IRL is soft and open and gooey to a cult, I would definitely avoid an archery weekend away. Yes. Okay. Sorry. No, don't we're be sorry. We're zooming back. We're zooming back. Don't be sorry. Yeah. This is the, you know what a podcast is, is whenever people are like, sorry, I went on a tangent. I'm like, well, what do you think a podcast is? No, I know a podcast. Podcasts are all All tangents, the podcasts baby. they listen to are like three, I le- three hours. <laughs> I lean in, bitch. And yeah. by the way, I do want to say something, actually. I got a very nice note from, a, actually, a couple nice uh-huh. notes from, from a couple of you who listen saying that this podcast like helps you out somehow with your anxiety or emotionally or whatever else. And I just want to say like, you're the person I fucking made this podcast for. Yeah. Because if I didn't have my three hour pretty little liar podcast, I probably would have lost my fucking mind. Yes. But it got me through bitch. So I make this podcast for people like you and me. And I'm glad that you're finding it. Yeah. The person out there who wrote me that. Um, and also you who loves a long podcast. I love a long podcast and I'm an, yeah, I love, I love because it's a friend. Like if there's something that you're interested in, that someone else isn't, no one else in your life is talking about, you need a friend to talk to about it. And sometimes that friend has to be virtual. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm like a big audio book person, but mm-hmm. I can't do a, a um, fiction audio book, but no. a nonfiction audio book I can do because I can zoom in and out and like the facts don't change and and that kind of thing. And you can do it. If you if you're doing your laundry, you can just do it. And if you I have lose one on concentration, all the time. like who cares? I I I do question my ability. Well, I know I can be in silence, but like I always have on usually a podcast or an audio book. Um, less and less music, which I don't like about myself, but I've noticed it. Um, but if you want the best audiobook recommendation of your life, okay. It's Travis Barker's autobiography, can I say. And I don't know, the voice actor that he got to read it, I do not think is a white man. I'll just say that, which I think is troublesome because of Travis Barker is totally a white man. It's this not guy, troublesome. It's like he got that guy. He has to pull, this guy pulls 15 voices in this audiobook recording and like, I do I do want to point out that when I say that this is the best eight hour comedy special I've ever heard, I will say that I realize it opens up with a fiery plane crash. That's exactly when you said autobiography, like when you said his autobiography, my my mind went to plane crash. But the some of the best moments are when Travis and Shayna Mochler are in their like fucking breakdown of divorce and highs and lows and everything. Because I like both of them instinctually. Same. So I would, I want to hear why they got divorced. I Facebook messaged Shayna Mochler. Ed and I paid $15 to go to a bar event at Fiesta Cantina to be in the same room as Shayna Mochler. And she had amazing makeup. And I, I, 
Facebook messaged her and said, my friend and I were at your event today where we were, this was 2007, 2008. And I was like, but we were too shy to say hi. But I just want to say like only a Rhode Island bitch, like you could have amazing makeup like that tonight yeah. or something. And she quoted me on her Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and I like was like, Ed, I fucking made it. She didn't attribute it to me, but she tweeted like someone just wrote me on Facebook. Only a Rhode Island ass bitch like you could pull off that makeup. And I she was like, love. I was like, Shayna Mokler, everything. So at I feel like point, both of them in my gut. There's people that like in my gut. I feel like I'm just like are likable. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I think about um his music so much although i love blink 182 i mean and fugaz i mean he was he was very involved in a lot he did i think no, he played no, no. For fugazi I, for a while in the aquabats he was not in fugazi he wasn't no he played a couple shows for them i think as like he did yeah i think he filled in on a tour if he filled in on a tour no one knows more about Fugazi than me. Okay. 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 Well, no, the, well, no that's I'm mean to say, you but I don't, maybe that. I don't know that. Um, um. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, yeah, like the Cheshire Cat album, I love. Okay. I love it. But there's a point in, in the Travis Barker book where the guy's pulling all these voices and there's Travis had people write chapters. Wait, even This Shana. makes me wants to get like my phone and see if he played for them that's crazy to me think about it and do it well we'll do we have a lot of things to yeah research. no i know it it always gets too much when we and get also together you guys because BTW. We, we sorry guys me and molly don't see each other for like years and then it's too much <laughs> but no no i think the audience vibes yeah <laughs> but like it is a little bit like okay probably the first time john mayer subbed in on the dead no one thought that it would be anything and then it turned into a whole thing that never happened with Travis Barker. I think it was like he was the kind of the rotational drummer for a lot of different punk bands. I don't think he did Fugazi. Maybe you're yeah. right. That's probably maybe his number one influence. I'm a I was his I had the biggest crush on him in high school. I thought I would marry him. Okay, but, now I look back and I'm like, oh, that would have never worked. And also yeah. the only person he ever dated that was normal looking, he's only dated all porn stars ever since. And like Paris Hilton and blah blah blah. Um at least a playmate, everyone he's ever dated. Yeah. His first wife was really normal, and he was the first person in the band to get married. And I remember that really ruined an illusion for me. And now I look back and I'm like, oh, he's a kid from San Diego. His mom died when he was in high school. Like, of course he fucking married at 19 or whatever. Like, yeah. the first girl that, like, was with him during his come up. Yeah. But it's so interesting. So the best part of the oh, book. Oh, I like that backstory. Um, this, the best part of the book is this one line where his friend gets a call from Shayna and they had to do, um, the voiceover artist had to do his friend's voice cause he wrote a chapter in the book and he goes, one night I was at home with my long term and like, I just realized like, that's only the first half of the sentence. I don't know the rest of it, but I remember I was at home with my long term and I had to think about that. And I was like, oh, his long-term girlfriend. But I was like, who would ever just call it a long-term? And I, was I like, like that phrase. Fucking people who live a crazy life is who would call that a long-term. Yeah. Like, I love that. I love that expression. But I would never think to use it like as if other people knew what that meant in a conversation, you know? But maybe there should be those, I don't know, if we're like really chopping up and redefining everything there should be like re um for poly like for example like, like to giving up for your your main wife if you're in poly well if example. you're like in a like long-term 
um, relationship, like sexual relationship with someone that is more than just like a friend or something. Yeah. But um, like it should maybe be like. Oh, some- like your long term fuck buddy. Or like as or opposed to someone partner. That, like you feel comfortable with, and then like that's something more than just like a a one person thing. I get you. Or then like there's like it's something between boyfriend. My long term might be like oh this that we're not exclusive or like this is like what like, I'll tell stuff, you what it is. Stuff like needs to be redefined. Like, I think for the middle square partner sounds very square to me. But it's and also so like well, sounds well, like partner is also like. If you're talking to someone that's 20 and you're talking to someone that's 60, someone who's 60 thinks it's your, it's your, your like you're like in a in a non-hetero um, relationship. Yes. They're like, oh, it's your special friend, your roommate. Yeah, like that's their yeah. that's their shorthand for it. I like long term because I think it's sexy. Long term, long term is long term cool. has sex. There's sex infusion. It partner to me has a partner proprietary is, vibe. Partner to it. is like, your eating dinners. 100% or doing accounting. Long ter- yeah. <laughs> long terms like this is my fucking ride or die. Like this is my long term. Like no. I'll fuck this bitch for 40 years. But also, well, there might be like maybe there's a differentiate. Yeah. Differentiation or like, a- or like live in a different city, but we all have our own lives going on. Yeah. And I'm doing my thing. They're doing their thing. But for 10 years, we've been. Fucking. I think he meant it in a Tony Soprano way where he was like, like, that's what he would call Carmela is like his long term yeah. as opposed to like, a, you know, so a everyone that everyone that has that thing, it's like now that's what I car- call Carmela. Yeah. You guys, let's fucking Part vote three. on a Facebook poll. Long term or partner. What do we or move just forward the with? Differentiations of like we can differentiate relationships where especially because you can girls, definitely it's like, well it's like are we exclusive well maybe not but like maybe you can give something be- between the exclusive and say like this is what i want from you you're my long term and maybe it'll work out it doesn't have to be like you know it's a it's a it's a dedicated will they or won't they yes right okay um sorry Jen, are you okay you're not drop jen no i'm dropping pages beautiful, like you are such an artist showing up here with a mole skin of torn up you got them all well no i i meant to like rewrite stuff where i could actually read it but then i just didn't have the time sorry jen, like plane trains and automobiles did to my house so yeah. everyone just be and then i thankful. wrote down all the quotes of the Okay, so yeah, Don okay, is sorry. getting a stone massage, and Which she's like, "I was calling body rocking, and if I had a stone massage <laughs> place, I would call it body rock, body rocking." Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh my god, you're that's thank you. That's yeah. right. Don't steal that. So she gets a stone massage. She's like, "The stones really make a difference," which they kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she realizes. So this is a classic move in cinema, which is like, "Who's massaging me now?" Yeah. So she's like, "It feels really good." And then it's David. Yes. And David was not her original masseuse. And David's like, he, is this yeah. okay? And she's like, so I'm, I'm like, like he he's asking for consent, yeah. but not after he first digs in. Like, yeah. he's like I'm going to touch <laughs> you first and then be like, is this cool? Um, so he's like, um, she's like, oh, your wife must be a very special woman. Of course, he has no wife. Um, and then she's like, 
you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not married to anyone special either. I was married to Mr. Liar, Mr. Headcase. Um, and then he's like, oh, it must be recent. You're really upset. And she's like, no, it's not recent. It just runs really deep, which that hit home for deep. me. Where I was like, you're right. It's not, some things, they're not recent, but they run deep, honey. Yeah. Okay, like that stream. Well, she also needs to get over this shit. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, sometimes it's why you can't run, you know? You can't get over it because it's running too deep. Yeah. Um. So he's like, you have a very pretty neck. You should wear your hair up more often. She blushes and she's like, I'm sure you can feel me blushing. You can't actually be this good. And then he leans over and whispers into his ear. And I need him to get the fuck away. Like, I sensorily am having an experience as a viewer where I can feel his hot breath on my ear. Yeah. The entire, anytime he's in someone's face, I'm like, I can feel it. Yeah. And I need your energy away from me and the vibe. Yeah. Um, but he says, I have to apologize. I really just am. He really just is that good. Gross. So he walks off and then Don, I think, Wait. rubs one out. No. Okay. So this was such a good move. Okay. For a lifetime movie. So they where have she like strokes down yeah. as if she's going to J.O., but she just like Flips. it's a real slow J.O. move. Yeah. And then she flips the sheet over. Yeah. And then so it's, it's like, like, is she turning over or is she rubbing no, one out? But, but they like made it for like a one second thing. It makes it being like, oh, I'm going to dive in on the J.O. But it's not like, <laughs> no, she's just flipping over her sheet. But that said, like we never saw her other hand. So who fu- they really were leaving that into the hand of the viewer. Like, no, did she I flip over or is no, this she a did metaphor? Flip over, no, but, but I the, mean, like the, the thing viewer. is, like, it was very implied. Oh, yeah. And no. I thought it was a strong and implication. Honey, yeah. we switch scenes on not knowing where her other hand is. I still have questions. I think well, she was. She, she I mean, she like. They right. implied it, so it happened, but is, they didn't show it. But here's my other question. Is Dawn so horny that one turnover motion on a bed could possibly get her off? Because I think maybe. I think it's an icebox downstairs. I want her to not going to lie. I want it for her. Yeah, I want it for her, too. Yeah. She needs it, and that's what she wants out of this whole weekend. Is yeah. She needs a little spice up and in I'm her life. so sad we never had a sex scene before, like, between them. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, I no, felt, I wanted it. I get so uncomfortable because I don't think like her dismissal of her daughter's like yeah. anxiety is enough. Like you need her she, to get fucked. Well, if she got fuckmatized, like then <laughs> fine. But like just her being just into this guy and her daughter's they had a mildly has, sensual makeout. I think you're yeah, just yeah, but that. like I just I just think that like uh, I don't. I mean, I don't have kids, but I just think like if your if your daughter is so like I just think your bond for your kid if she's so torn up about stuff, it's like if this is a real thing, we can like pick it up later, you know? Like why or like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I um would, like I would get it if like maybe we had like I a real a, thing where she was like, oh, I'd never been fucked like this before. Right. And then she was like, well, about like, that's the scary part of this movie is that the mom just like abandons her daughter over a smooch and some, some like, 
Yeah. Mildly motivational quotes. Yeah. Just that, that like, are terrible, which yeah. is like what I wrote down. You really have like, to buy in on like this guy's whole shtick. Oh, can we say something when the, in the last quote where he's like, four things that don't come back. Spoken word. We did pa- that. We watched past that. Past life, missed opportunities. Missed opportunities is the same as past life. <laughs> I mean, I, I like I got really into these quotes because I feel like. I love a terrible quote. I love the spoken word thing. I love a good quote, I love, too. Because I think spoken word's interesting. Because, yes, you can kind of take back words. And also, as I said to you at the time, spoken I don't think you were word. paying attention. I want spoken word poetry to well, come I back. Well, I what's since out there, I mean, we we hear that with, with Twitter, with, like, everyone's past Twitters coming back to haunt them. Oh, and they're hell taking yeah. them out of the, like, Oscars and shit. Like... You know, that's, and this was only written in 2013, back. so sliding doors moment for America. I think maybe so. This kind of predicted that. Molly, this I love so much that you say sliding doors moment. Is a sliding doors moment? Sliding doors is so in my in well, my here's world. The thing, is that sliding doors is a <laughs> is an amazing concept with a terrible movie. But like, I love that movie so much. Mm, I feel I no. That's I think your concept my, drunk. Yeah, I think you're drunk on the concept. No, I. That's a comfort movie for me. Okay. Because I don't... I feel that way about The Family Stone. I just like... I think that the thing is, is that you... I, and I might be wrong. I think that Sliding Doors is an amazing concept and everyone would like to... Everyone looks at their life of like, what if I took that... What if I just missed that subway door? What if that door slid and my whole fucking life changed? I think everyone lives thinking that. And, like, to the best part of, like, the whole movie is, like, when a Paltrow literally dyes her hair. And, yeah. like, that's, like, the whole, like, she missed the subway, so she fucking dyed her hair. <laughs> the dude in there is so cute. Who is he? I don't remember, but he was in, like, other British things. Or Let's just what say the he's ever. dead. He passed. Maybe. He's no longer with us. I don't us. care. But, sorry, like, but if he is, I I'm sorry. I really watch that when I'm, like, really in a hot cocoa moment. That's how I feel. While you were sleeping in Family Stone are like my emotional pajamas. Like I yes. put them on and I'm just like, I melt. Like I'm, Sliding Doors is one of those for me. Yeah. Like I, it's just those movies. Emotional are so, pajamas is a good term. Because it is. It's like yeah. you just slide into it and you're like, nothing's required of me. Like this is my heart is here and here is my heart. Like, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Can I just say something like, I don't care about anything beyond this scene about this movie. This is the only scene that matters for me. Yeah. So, oh, so wait, sorry. I fucked up because before Siddhartha um, sings, David introduces some special guests for the nighttime ceremony. And of course, Dawn is wearing her hair up in a little like yeah. chignon. What do you call it? Like when someone yeah. has a little like no, Sonia yeah, Morgan bun. Yeah. And then um, she's like wearing like, of course, there's a... Uh, what do you call it? The a pashmina in the mix. And so they're all at this like nighttime event, which like I'll say I've been on a vacation with my mom like this. And like, it's very odd to be at a nighttime event with your mother at this age in your life. Yeah. And if I had not been in Mexico where I was legal to drink, I don't think I would have made it. It's right. too sincere. Like to be with your sober ass mother and to be sober at an event where someone's playing live music. Like, I think I would, my bones would turn to dust. I mean, well, I'm looking at it, and we're maybe, what are we, 30 minutes in, and I think I, I've i definitely talked too much about this. But after this scene, I could literally walk away, because this is everything. Yeah, that, it is pretty standard like, moving it's, forward. It's, I mean, I really feel like 
part of what I love about Lifetime movies and that I've discovered as I watched some back-to-back and back-to-back-to-back-to-back on the Lifetime Movie Club is that I club to be in. I they don't sponsor us anymore, by the way. I I, I didn't renew. I don't care. I'm just saying this to the audience. I didn't ask Lifetime renew because I just like y'all are just like hooking up those sponsors too much. So no, 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 no. You made it clear to me last time. I could say what I feel about Lifetime. Even oh, when no, they no, were no. sponsoring about you, I don't care. Like I, no, no. Okay, no, yeah. no, no. We bag on Lifetime for sure. I'm just saying when I when I shout I out bag LMC, on them. I just no, no, no. I'm just saying when I'm telling the audience when I bag on LMC, it's not. It's independent of whether or not they sponsor us, but they used to sponsor us. Lifetime in general, fair game. Even LMC knew that I was bagging on Lifetime, which no, we do. We're bagging you, on Lifetime. You made that clear for me. I think they were sponsoring you last time I was on. But yeah. I said how I feel about them, and I feel all oh, the every things week. about them. I feel all the feelings. I love them. Like, I'm yeah. not going to. Oh, I feel I'm the not, whole I'm not going to never not watch. But I'm just letting our audience know that, like, we have no financial loyalty to LMC. So, like, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Cancel, uncancel. I'm going to exactly what I what feel about watching stuff back to back to back that I feel like musical scenes are my what well, I that's like the truth is because you very rarely get original music in a lifetime movie and they're so difficult like I feel like it's me testing my I feel so uncomfortable and yeah and then I'm like how deep it's terribly we go? uncomfortable yeah and what's weird is like it's uncomfortable I, to watch it as an audience, but then, like, also Dawn in this scene is like, I'm fucking jamming right now. Our audience doesn't even know what she's jamming to yet, but, like, Dawn winds up really feeling this live music in a way that I'm like, you're emotionally barren or, like, you're missing but this something. Live music is so terrible. Yeah, it's bad, and Dawn thinks it's fucking dope, and I don't understand a person in this world who isn't embarrassed by sincerity. Like anytime that's why like I cry every time I see some sort of talent competition because it's a mix of like anxiety and embarrassment for them. And then also um, like because I could be in any cult, like because Simon Cowell told me that an average looking person sings beautifully, that they are the next Adele or and, and, and I'm just like not putting it together. It was on me, the audience member. And then I weep for their success and also for the um, country that didn't accept them prior to America's Got <laughs> Talent. And so, like, I'm very easily influenced, is what I'm saying. Well, it's like, so this man you, would no, murder me. No. I would. These are, this that is said, though, so terrible. But because I have, like, embarrassment for other people's sincerity, I would imagine any normal person, I'm sure Kyla felt this way, but Don didn't. And this is the dividing factor, two different sides of history. Kyla knew to be embarrassed by this. Dawn felt empowered by this performance. No, but they both danced as if it was not the... Kyla was just looking for some D. Yeah, I get it. I loved her lipstick in this scene. Did did you? I think she had a pretty lip stain on. Yeah. She always does, like, pretty, like... Yeah, she's great. She has this makeup that you can really only wear in your 20s that, like, I rocked very hard, which is the harsh, water-lined black eyeliner under the waterline and then um over the eye and then a lip stain and she's wearing a very harsh look yeah it's it's minimal but this um this musical scene is exactly what i 
go very deep in because I am like, oh, all musical scenes in Lifetime movies. I think I, Molly, did I, I think I texted you last, like, last time this year about mm-hmm. how I was watching a Hallmark movie. Yeah, and <laughs> I remember this. I was like, who knows about this? I don't fuck with Hallmark, but I will. I am a forum for it. I was watching something like, "Oh, I accidentally fucked a prince at Christmas," like one of those like movies. (gasps) Oh, I watched that one last year. Yeah, and then it It was was like the Christmas prince from Three Eleven scored part of it from Three Eleven. Yeah, my favorite band. Yeah. Well, I was like, we, me, and my sister went into a deep hole, and I remember texting you, and I was like, "Oh my god." Like, I was like, who would appreciate that it's a Hallmark movie plus 311? And then suddenly I just thought of you and I was like, what the fuck? Me and my sister went into this hardcore hole about like, um, yeah. I was like, be a dick, but I feel like they stole from me. Like, I, I feel like someone over at Hallmark was like, who likes cheesy movies? Who loves 311? Malls. Who influences the masses? Slender Mommy. Malls. Well, then you should look into, like, I accidentally fucked up Prince at Christmas or some sort of thing like that. Because me and my sister were watching things and we were like, what? Some guy, guy that named was the he- movie. Hexum. And then we went in, like, Nick Hexum's brother performs in the movie. Uh-huh. They also scored it. So it was a and twofer. And then his, like, and, like, his sister-in-law is in it. We went into a deep, we went into a deep dive on, like, Christmas Eve where we, like, researched everything Oh, wait, about I it. would love to know how this started because I bet either. I, 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 like, I think chicken, I, like, you were one of the people I texted, I think. But, like, Because I was like, you would appreciate it. The production. Like, was this chicken or egg? Was, like, the 311 guy, like, I want to score a Hallmark movie because my wife loves them, but can you put my brother and my son no, in them? No, because or one of was the, the brother- other, no, no, one of the other people I texted, okay. there was a mass thing, because me tea. and my sister made a whole day of, like, researching everything. Yeah. And then, um, one of the other people I texted was like, oh, yeah, like, um, I had Nick Hexum's, like, brother's album, and then we just went into this deep thing, and then, like, maybe he's just more of a scorer, uh-huh. but I'm like, with this, I was like, this is not I feel like that's where jam. the movie's at. Like, the, or, sorry, I feel like that's where the money's at, is, like, the scoring. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never scored anything, though, so I don't have the time commitment. Yeah. But I feel like that's, like, good. Like, you get those, they call them music cues or whatever. Like, when you get paid on TV, that's, mm-hmm. like, the jam, apparently. Yeah. Jealous. But so I'm glad those Hexen boys are getting paid. So. Sorry. Did, I just did a real... break your legs yeah Um, so (laughs) david we're at this like nighttime affair and david introduces like we've got some special guests tonight so we find out that it's the man and the woman from the archery ceremony that wanted to be rock stars and a backup singer and they sing for the crowd yeah so we're gonna play you a little section of this music yeah okay play it because this is the this is where i zone out because the rest of the movie doesn't compare to this scene Okay, but we're not playing it for us. We're playing it for them. So okay. we'll pick up like it's normal, okay. right? So gr- good song. Loving it. I actually think they're pretty talented. No. And I normally hate they're, like... They're, it's terrible, Molly. No, Jenna, it's pretty good. No, it's not. You don't think they're good? I would fucking eat a pie at the county fair and watch this band it's all day. It's the worst of anything I've ever heard. <laughs> 
You hear that, everybody? I am such a fucking middle-of-the-road person. Everyone out there who thought I was an extremist, I think this music is very good. It really hurt me. I would Spotify them. I was... I, I was, would follow them on Spotify. The thing, like, I'm like, why aren't the Hexen boys involved in this? Right. I okay. would love to get so them So you felt involved. that was missing. Okay. Yeah. So um, people in the crowd are jamming out. Uh, Brett's playing air guitar. Okay. Here's the thing. Yeah. I have a question for you. Would you, you know how David like stares too long? Mm-hmm. When he, when he makes me so uncomfortable. That stares too long after he says a sentence and he stares too long. Yeah. Would you rather like be with a dude that does that or be with a dude that acts like that air guitars every air time guitar he, every time he hears me air guitar really i don't want to be looked out like that okay because there's something in those eyes that is evil and no one is genuinely interested at looking at something like that unless they're overly sexualizing it or analyzing it and almost a negative critiquing it. Okay. Basically. So if I can give any, but if some jackass is air guitaring, like but I'll marry him. The way him. he's air guitaring is so, <laughs> no, so it's weird. so dumb. And like, it's also like, you know, the music had not been actually like selected or whatever. So he doesn't know what he's air guitaring to. No. <laughs> Like, these people were probably filmed after. So, is this the, like, timestamp on this? All I can say, if, if, if this anyone... This is a different timestamp. If We're anyone, only a half hour in. <laughs> I don't care about the last half of this movie. It's so bullshit. The last half of this movie is so bullshit. Um, but I can, I can say this. If anyone ever wants to watch something <laughs> great, please watch this scene. <laughs> All I want to say is watch this scene. Start around 28 minutes. And then just watch a scene and you'll get it. So um, Don says after, so they start dancing. Don's like, do you want to have a dance or whatever? So he dips her and it's like a whole like, woo. It's yeah. very like Aunt Becky and Uncle Jesse. Um, so <laughs> he dips her and um, he's like, that's all I can do. Sorry. And so she's, but she's still dancing up on him where I was like, when he said that's all he can do, sorry, I was like, oh, he's going to, like, go get a, like, tray of passable hors d'oeuvres or something. Like, I thought yeah. he was actually going to, like, busy himself, but he didn't. So um, Don's like, I'm thirsty, and he's like, let's get you a drink. So yeah. that's where I'm like, is there alcohol in these premises or no? Because I could die here if there was alcohol. Yeah. It's because I don't need a cell phone. I don't need anything. All I need is a pool, my dog, and some booze, and, like, fucking the sunshine, and, like, my good attitude. Well, that's it. Yeah. I'll die there. Um, so, um, Sid comes up to sing a song about his past and their future, and it's a very, like, you're gonna be like me, like, my life sucked, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's the, that's the vibe. So, Kayla's sitting by a fire, and then Brett joins her, and it's sort of like a separate little fireplace area, and he tells her that, um... This place isn't the source, which I don't... The source is the name of the... Whole place. Yeah, but he said, this place isn't the source. And he said, it's David. David will change your life if you let him. Um, And she's like, yeah, you know, working here someday would be cool. And he was like, you should. You should. I actually like this You should. Well, 
I realized after him repeating you should three times was him trying to imitate David saying repeat it three times because David makes everyone repeat things three times. Oh, oh my God. I didn't even get that. That was I can tell that that was like a network note to be like show that Brett is influenced by David. That he's under his hip. Hit. Oh my god! That was, that was like webbing for a producer to be like, but we hundred percent didn't even get that. Yeah, because like, that's Brett, good. Brett yeah. seems like a servant of this place, right? And yeah. like that well, he's, he's really torn. into it. Yeah. But then also we find out that he's not. So when he says, when he says, "You should, you shouldn't," she's like, "Okay, okay," and he's like, "You should." I was like, "Oh, he won't stop with that." And to me, that means. And, like, they didn't cut it from the movie. That's so funny because David does do that a couple times. The- I just didn't even, like, that didn't even register. I just thought this was, like, a real genuine scene because I thought that was, like, kind of the most, like, it was real natural. It was it a real natural. It seemed really natural. Yeah. Well, it's two young people and it's an earnest scene. And both these people can carry their own weight. Both these actors are pretty good for yeah. Lifetime. And, like, and for, you know, they're good. Yeah. They're, this is also an awkward age to cast any teen. Like, because they're usually unlikable or not fully developed. And these actors both can carry themselves. I'm yeah. sure that's because they're, they're probably yeah, 25. They're, yeah. But um, they're carrying themselves well in this scene. And I realized, why why would that character say that like that? Um, and I realized, oh, this is probably was written into the script. I didn't even though think it was awkward. written in because all the written stuff is such bullshit. Like, all yeah. their, like, phrases are such bullshit. So I thought maybe this was a natural moment that, like, the editor thought would, like, to leave in because it's just it just seemed, the like, actually natural. No, it's justifying the character because they're, oh. like, how... Because they're, like, is Brett imprisoned here and he doesn't want to be here? Or is he emotionally involved in this and i think the answer is is that he is emotionally involved in this so he's Girl, acting i got out. hypnotized by their acting i'm saying i'm hypnotized every week so yeah. I'm, I'm shocked that i could break loose yeah um so um you know he's like sorry you know you're young you're a girl i never have this chance to like meet anyone so then sid i wrote sid singing is amazing which i know you feel differently about we're gonna play a long scene here it's thirty-one twenty to 36 11 and i'll telegraph sort of some of the longer pauses where there's action going on here for some truth and keep you far from sin you dance are you too cool for school there um, I better not. Just because, you know, I'll just show everyone up, I'll get on the floor, and it'll be a big production, and it'll just totally change the dynamics of our relationship. Wow, that was a lot of talking. Well, silence is overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Still with the talking? Oh. What aren't you telling me? Just dance, please. Come on, come on. Fine, I come guess. <laughs> Here we go. Take you there. If you Am I doing this right? <laughs> you got it. Okay. I'll leave you. Come on now. <laughs> Thank you for this. I think it's really helping me and Kyla. Good. Yeah. Maybe we had such a rough time because I had her so young. And, and my ex-husband 
never made me think that I was good enough, and apparently I wasn't because he found someone else. Someone Kyla's age. You know what? We we uh, we do not need to talk about this here. There's a party going on, and, and we can maybe get to it in a workshop or something. Fine. I like sitting here listening to you. We're reconnecting. It's good. Yeah, I am. You know, she wasn't always the easiest kid to raise, but at least I knew my purpose. But now she's away at college, and I thought this week was about Kyla, but it's not. I need to work on myself. But I've been doing that. I've been searching and searching to find myself, but... I guess I never let anybody find me. I wouldn't fault myself for that if I were you. Say nobody's gonna hurt me again. <laughs> I know, it sounds weird. Just nobody's gonna hurt me again. Nobody's gonna hurt me again. Come on, say it again. Nobody is going to hurt me again. It's good. It's your first step into making that true and it becoming truth. People only have power over you if you give it to them. You're safe here. Everything's fine. Thanks. Um, I was just, I was just going to my room. After you. Oh, sir, what are you doing? I'm answering your question. Kyla, what? You need to see this. What is it? Are you okay? Well, uh, yeah. I'm um, no. I mean, everything's fine. We were just. Whatever. Sorry. David, thank you so much for this evening. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. We can get out of your hair, ladies. No, Come on, Brett. It's okay. Um, you, you can stay. No, we got to get a jump on the cleanup. Come on, Brett. Say goodnight to the ladies. Good night. Don's nips are out. Good night. Good night. Yeah. Like... What she's is a maroon up, queen? Yeah, she's wearing a fucking burgundy ass dress with her nips. Yeah, out, she's got like a Marilyn Monroe shit out. I also kind of like those those earrings are flexing. I so like. I was them. thinking a lot I about like these them. earrings because I I went back and forth multiple times between like are these the MCM mid century like sort of like vibes. Of my dreams, but I would obviously never wear them in silver. I have to have like a brass finish or gold finish, but, or are they 
like the worst things I've ever seen. I liked them. I liked them too, but like I also know I would buy them and never wear them. I'd overpay for them and never wear them. But well, do you wear dangly? I sometimes like they're occasion earrings, but I'm. But my thing is when you because I can only wear real gold or like my shit turns green. Right. So well, I don't think you would wear these all the day long. You would just only wear them out. No, I'm just saying like so I would pay probably way too much for them because I would need the gold ones because I don't want my ears to turn green at a party. I wouldn't even temporarily wear fake gold. So I only have like six pairs of earrings that I alternate between. So I would overpay for these. Yes. And then wear them once every 10 years at a party. Well, I have to say, it's so funny that you mentioned these because the whole time where they were like about to like the whole time that like they were about to make out and everything like I was actually fixated on those earrings. They are the star of the shot. I was seeing the exact same thing. And then I was like, do I hate these or do I love these? I think I like they're. They are transfixing. I've had someone. Well, Karen Kilgariff put it very well. Not to like name mention her twice on this podcast, but she put it very well with the music and flowers in the attic, which is that she didn't notice Whoa. it. Oh, flowers in the attic was great. Um, we Whoa. can't. We can't. We can't do flowers in the attic right now. I will tell you that um, Karen said something about the music in that movie, which is that she didn't notice it, and that is the right thing to say because this is not an Oscar movie this is a fucking lifetime movie if this was an Oscar movie the um stylist or like the wardrobe person would probably win an Oscar for the movie because she chose a bold earring like that that really was like a like almost the way that I feel like sorry to bother you should or um, yeah sorry to bother you should win the Oscar just simply because of like Tessa Thompson's like uh, style evolution in that movie is incredible and never and never will like, I don't even care about Oscars, but then I have said, like, my whole life, I just, they're always, it's always wrong, but I still check in with it. And right. that's, like, the wrong attitude. Right. It's always, like, who picked the best white t-shirt? Well, it's always, like, that is also this, hard, the, though. Well, no, it's, like, always, like, uh, this is nothing that has to do with me. Oh, Every yeah. Every year. The Oscars, I like. I check in with it, and then I'm like, "This has nothing to do with my taste. This has nothing to do with me." But I still check in, and I'm like, "Why am I still checking in?" I 100% agree with you, and the only reason, because there's nothing there for me. And someone actually called, please advise, saying like, "Who do you think should host the Oscars?" And I'm like, "I just don't think we should have them anymore. Like, I just think if they they happen, it should happen on paper, and like it." doesn't need to be a whole thing because it's very expensive. And I also understand it's a big ratings poll and like all this stuff. So I understand why the Oscars happen. Well, it, ha- it, it happens, but it has nothing to do with what I like to watch. It has no. nothing to do with me. Obviously, this movie is a juggernaut and influence Get Out. Why wasn't this nominated? <laughs> I think you're right. I think that you're right. I think that in a, in a post Get Out world, <laughs> I can see the impact that this movie Yes, had on our society right. and the if, lobster if literally single oh, white the women lobster was the thing that i was trying to remember the lobster it influenced the lobster it influenced youth this thing was never nominated and i also just want to acknowledge for everyone out there that when we're comparing get out and bringing up certain <laughs> sorry to bother you in this movie we are no, uh, in no way comparing this contribution stop, to the cinematic stop, economy. I'm saying 
This movie was for single white women. No. <laughs> Unabashedly this is for humanity. the inspiration for Get Out, Youth, and The Lobster. Okay. And America's Sighting It came moment. before it. Moment, yeah. We can see the influence. Mm. We can see the influence. I'm not blind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not blind. I mean, Groupon, get out. Yeah, I bought my eyes on Groupon. I'm not fucking blind. I got yeah. corneal transplants on Groupon. I can see those earrings. I recognize them. Kayla, like, let's, um, did you notice during that scene with Brett, though, that Kayla, like, when Brett's, like, still talking, still talking, I was like, that is a bad sign. Even for Brett, who I love, when he's like, oh, you talk too much. Like, that's a very bad attitude towards women. Yeah. You know? But still, who did he learn from? David. Yeah. Right? But also, I just don't like that we never see the note that he passed over. I wanted to know if it was, like, her secret. Because I was like, oh, if Brett hands me my secret, then now I know this is widely well, circulated. Well, this is like really dipping into like all our things where like we have a crush on a boy somewhere. So we might forgive everything if they pass us the perfect note. Right. And right. then like, why can't we like look at the perfect note? It's like because later he says like um, David confronts him about the note. And he says, oh, I just have a crush on her. And I'm he was like, fucking lying to David because he was about to pass her the sneak info and be like, yo, they're going to trap you here, bitch. Get out while you can. No, but like David forgives him and doesn't murder him based on like the fact that this note he's like, might be get in line, bitch. Get well, in line. No, he says like, like, um, like, oh, I just have a crush on her. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is like preying on everyone's junior high Thing where it's like, oh, we're going to be past this note. Jen, that is like, I love you, but you read that room so wrong. Okay. Okay. Like, I'm going gonna, gonna to feed you this. Okay. I This is terrible, and I don't want to make anyone upset, but you will be because I was upset too. I was at LAX leaving for Thanksgiving, and I saw a man kick his pit bull at LAX. And I like, me and two kick? other women, yeah, kick it. And me and two other women were like, what are you doing? But then I was like, oh, this man also is like a guy not afraid to kick a dog. Like, he's probably lawless and going to kill me. And But why was this pit bull at LAX? How did they were get picking someone up? I think they were picking someone up. Okay. Okay. So um, I thought to myself that that is what I was witnessing between David and Brett. Like, he was kicking a pit bull. And I was like, how do you get a pit bull online? You shouldn't, you shouldn't ever kick it, but how do you take a, a very strong animal and get it in line? Well, the bread is a young, he's a tw- 19, 20-year-old man. Yeah. This man could kill David with his bare hands. Yeah. But David has to keep him in fucking line. So he kicks him like that man kicked his pit bull. And I was thinking today, because this has stuck with me. I've thought of it almost every day since I saw it. That man is both incredibly fucking stupid for abusing an animal Mm -hmm. that could kill him with a fucking snap of his, you know, any, a 
pit bulls can latch, you know? And I was like, and they don't want to, but if pushed to the brink or... I don't think about pit bulls that much because my best baby little baby boy, my sister's dog, Boombox, yeah. is the sweetest little baby pit bull. Well, they're the su- I love yeah. them as dogs, but I was thinking this is the perfect analogy because a pit bull well, is like, close they to a have human. That vibe of like the person that like Well, it's close to a human wreck. and that like yeah. if you cause volatility, if you make them volatile, then they'll be that. And right. if you don't, then they won't be that. Like, right. They can be great dogs. But then I was like looking at this and I'm like, yeah, if you put a human in captivity, it could be the worst or it could take you down. So like when I looked at David cornering Brett, I was like, he's looking at another grown man and trying to get him into line when like Brett technically probably could kill David. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, it was his, not this to dismiss this whole story. I'm just very curious on your attraction to Brett. He's a cutie. Oh, no, like, I don't want to, like, fuck him in, like, I don't want to, like, wife him. Like, I'm not, like, trying to marry Brett. Like, I'm not, like, trying to make him my man. Um, Basically, what we know is, like, once David confronts Brett about the letter, like, Brett's going to have to die. Mm-hmm. So we think. But but we, like, he it's them so free. shitty we never see the dog. letter, right? Yeah. No, we yeah. never see the letter. So David tells Brett that when he was little, he had a dog named Cooper who had a nasty habit of peeing in the house. And one day, his dad got tired of it. So he put Cooper in a pillowcase, tied a knot, and then threw him in the river. Sorry, I I just burped. So one day, he put Cooper in a pillowcase, tied a knot, and then threw him in the river. And he asked him if they understand each other. So he's like, I'm going to throw you in the river like my dad killed my dog. I would, um, this brought up a lot for me. Yeah, well, this is sociopath behavior. Well... I I love Babe Two Pig in the City. What's that? You know, like Babe the movie. Oh, Babe Two Pig in the City. Okay, yeah. but one of the like throwaway lines that is like in the background yeah. is like, "My owner put me in the sack and throwed me in the river." No, like a cat says that. I think it's a cat. I didn't look it up. I forgot the babe was all about like animal babe abuse. Two, Pig in the City is the darkest movie. It's so good. Okay. And it's good. I don't I mean, think I can do that. No, it's chimpanzees and wigs. There's okay. a lot happening. Okay. But at one point, like one like little kitten says, like, my owner put me in a sack and throwed me in the river. It's just like a throwaway line that's in the background, but it was like the most... Sliding door moment? Yeah, yeah, it was a sliding door moment for me. For you and yeah. for the cat and for maybe the writer of this film. Because right. I think Babe 2, Pig in the City, right. came out. Maybe that was the inspiration for this but movie. you know how David was saying, like, his heart is in the wilderness? Mm-hmm. I really feel like his heart is in that sack mm. in the river. With Cooper, the indoor pooper. Yeah, I agree with you. You're yeah. right. You're totally right. They dragged, His dad threw his heart into the river that yeah. day, too. Fuck. So David makes him say that they understand each other, other three times. And again and again and again. It's like very... David really needs you to say things every time he tells you to say them. Yeah. So he's like, 
go ahead, go clean. So we find out Brett gets to live another day. Kayla's in her room and she tells Dawn they need to leave. And Dawn's like, look, I put money into this. I don't even have honey. We're going to stay in this cult for another two days. And Kayla's like, you're choosing David over me. And Dawn's like, look, I didn't come here for David. But like, she also never implicitly says I came here for us. Right. So it's like, well, what did you come here for, bitch? Like, this is the time to announce to your daughter. Like, I am trying to mend our relationship. So I went into debt for a spa trip. Yeah. Are you looking at Wags? (laughs) No, because you're hitting his ears and he's... No, he likes it. His eyes are... He's like, oh, you're contacting me? I love it. So, um... (laughs) The backup singer, the wife of the guy that thinks he's a rock star. What's her name? Vita. Vita. Wife. Live in La Vida Loca, right? Yeah. She um she says, you know, they're on a hike the next day. She's like, I felt so much better ever since I've been talking to David. Yeah. We signed up for ten more days at um, half price. Yeah. I love it. And the it. rock star guy's like, Yeah, he came over. We wrote a song this morning. So I'm like, fuck, David is giving these people what they need. Like this man has been waiting twenty years for someone to awake his soul and write a rock song with him. Mm-hmm. And David's giving him that. And that yeah. could be any one of us. I feel like I could have gone over that morning. Me, a tone deaf person. What would your, what would your, um, if you shot an arrow? Mm -hmm. My fear? Yeah. What would it be? I don't think I fear anything. Okay, so. I used to be afraid I'd be homeless. But like, it's not because I have a house that I think that. I just also am old enough that I realize how erect. Oh, I know. Frame for a murder I didn't commit. My DNA. I'm okay. afraid of my DNA being used yeah, against me in a crime. I, I hate to think that maybe one of your sponsors was 23andMe. No. It's not. Has it ever been? No, I actually... Are you w- afraid of it? Because I'm like, I hear those commercials Truth and I'm like, team. well, what do you think? Like, oh, you're like, ha- like, oh, do you think that you're like, maybe cilantro tastes... W- like weird it's like well i'll just like put it in my mouth and then i'll know i don't like it or i right, do right or like Why? my muscle memory yeah i know yeah. my muscle memory is good because i'm a fucking professional athlete yeah. but either way either way do you it's have like, perfect tone when they it's say like, why would i discover that when i'm 43 or 48 or 50 or 30 right. Like, I don't care. Either I know it or I don't. When they say, like, oh, you're in the 33% of people that have the genetic makeup to be a professional athlete, I'm like, well, all you're doing is telling people that are already professional athletes or people that are out of shape and never did it that they could have been, but they're not. But, like, why are you telling me that, like, I don't like cilantro? I've probably already discovered that. Yeah, like, it's... it's, So that's the minutia of it. But then also people... But then they're like, oh, do you have sleep? Do you kick in your sleep? It's like, cool, you just thought that that was it. Like, okay... It's genetic. It doesn't solve it. Right, right. I'm in perma-toddler state, whether or not my Nana was as well. Like, I just yeah. kick in my sheets, and that's the bottom line. That's, uh, but, but I think it's also, like, my, um, I think it's, like, also my, um, privilege, or I don't like that word, You privilege. know you're, you because know you're. I'm like, the blondest person ever. I know I'm, 
like hyper European. Like you're not gonna tell me like I'm African. Yeah, I'm like the blondest person ever. So it's funny because I did. I I think I know my genetic makeup pretty well. I have a lot of questions about my dad's side because I don't really look much like anyone in my family in comparison. Like when Mm -hmm. you put us together in a picture, I look. I've seen your mom. You look exactly like her. But I actually look much more like my dad. My my mom's mannerisms, which is why I look like I think a lot more like my mom. But we have the same blue eyes. But I have my dad's curly hair. I have his nose. Like a lot of the distinguishing my lips. Like I have a lot of my distinguishing characteristics are my dad. So um, it's weird because I have been seeing a lot. And Dr. Laura, who's my closest thing to a cult leader in my life, um, she... Oh my God, Molly. Let's go take on the day. Do you want to take on the day? By the way, I have to preface this by saying to everyone in the audience, <laughs> I know she's a bigot. I know that there's problems. Molly, I, I haven't even touched base with Dr. Laura in 10 years, but... Do you have a CD player? I don't, but I'll get one if I can listen I was to Dr. Say, Laura I have, I have or a, Tom Likas. Like, <laughs> I have a Dr. Laura audiobook was... on CD I can give you. Kyla talks to um, her mom, and she's like, I don't see Brett anywhere. And Don's like, just relax. He's probably around somewhere. So they meditate on a hill, and David leads them by saying, imagine where you live. And like if his whole thing is basically, imagine what a shithole you live in and yeah. how terrible it is. And the further you get away from it, mm-hmm. the better it is. Um, Kayla opens her eyes, and she's like, that fucking worked. Like, meditation works for me. Um, which I always thought was strange since the very beginning when she's like, I have a mental problem after that he introduces the meditation room and he's like, it's what you make of it. I'm like, no, introduce her to meditation. Like this is a perfect segue, David. But of course he has other interests. Yeah. So, um, then David walks to the side of the cliff. Um, and everyone thinks this is like a spiritual moment where he's going to walk to the side of the cliff, but he jumps and there's like a whole like gasp of breath. Then they realize, oh, He's jumping off into a cliff into water. Right. So then Dawn's like, I like this is crazy. I want to do this too. So Dawn breaks character. She jumps in the well, water. Can we just say like the best part of this scene is they're waving at him. Mm-hmm. Like they like like he like he's was, on the Titanic. Like, yeah. They're just waving weirdly like Oh yeah, I just literally was where you were. As if that's how three anyone- seconds ago. And then we're like waving to get your attention. It's like, yeah. The that- director should have said, like, act as if you just saw a triumph. Like, yeah. people should have been throwing their hands up as opposed to being like, wow, bye. Well, <laughs> they were trying to get his, it, it seemed like they were trying to get his attention, which was right. weird. So then Dawn, um, Dawn jumped in and so Kayla's so, like, so she lost her mind. And then Brett goes, or found it. So now Brett is here. He actually like, snuck up. Gave a little whisper to his cutie. Um, Kyla's very turned on by this. Um, Dawn is the like most codependent person. Dawn hugs David right yeah. away. She gets out of the water. And she's like, I feel free. So Kayla talks to Brett. I like she's David like, in this like green jumper, though. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, I mean, David's like very palatable TV yeah. hot. So Kayla talks to Bre- uh, Brett, and she's like, what's going on here? And there's no one around. He's like looking around. So this like kind of ruins my thought that the whole property is miked. But he says, like, look, I came here just like you. I didn't have a dad. David became that for me. She's like, well, what about last night? And he's like, listen, it was a misunderstanding. Nothing happened last night. It was a total misunderstanding. David's great. So Brett like goes back and forth between two thoughts right. here. This is like the point where like everything just becomes daddy issues. And that's only what it is. Yeah. So then she's like, look, 
you can trust me. And he's like, okay, David will help you if he sees something in you. He sees that vulnerability in you and your mom the same way that he saw vulnerability in me. He pretends he wants to know you, but he doesn't want to know you. He wants to own you. He'll drain your bank account, life savings. He has you convinced that you don't want to leave. Your own family could be looking for you, and you'd be convinced that you want to stay. I mean, have you seen your mom? You guys got to go. So, like, to that I would say Brett clearly did get stolen at a young age because he can't just say, look, it's a cult. Because what he just said is the long form of explaining what a cult is. Like, you don't want to leave. Your friends and family could come and find you. Like, you don't want to leave. Well, he's very, like, open about it. Like, But uh, Kayla's a college girl. He could just say, Kayla, we're in a fucking cult. Leave. Yeah. Bottom line. Let's cut five minutes out of this. We can talk about, I mean... Okay, so um, so David comes upon this conversation and he is like, um, oh, they kiss really quickly. There's like a quick she grabs his face and they kiss. She's like, thanks for saving my life. So which is sad because you want them to be together at the end. But oh, honey, they won't be. No. So David's like, Brett, get over here. Uh, Siddhartha needs you. Um, you're forgetting about all the other guests. So David walks up to Kayla and this is a moment where we're watching a 30 something year old man and I may be an 18, 19 year old girl alone in the woods. And he's also very sexually, uh, come on to her mother. So like, basically this is like, if your mom was fucking someone and then they isolated you alone in the woods and gave you a speech about your self worth. This was the best scene of the movie. Oh, I felt I was skeeved i yeah, was it's skeevy that's why i thought it was the best scene because i thought i actually feel something you're right it, there is an emotional yeah. gurgle in your stomach yeah. when it happens where you're just I like, thought, oh, like you're too oh, old these people are i i was uncomfortable and i felt something in my body about this scene yeah and so i thought it was like oh this is actually a really good scene because i can't fault any of what either of these people are doing in this scene so one thing that i should tell you guys that is probably a huge part of this movie that i didn't tell you yet is that when david caught kayla's arrow earlier her secret that she put on her fear that she put on the piece of paper was i want to be beautiful so david then approaches her in the woods knowing her secret and says um are you enjoying yourself when do those braces come off you're always biting your lip you're always wearing your hair on your face why are you hiding Whoever told you you weren't beautiful, it's the fear. The but she's fear reacting of being, perfectly. She's reacting perfectly because she's creeped out. She's she's appropriately creeped out. And also, it is physically intimidating. Yeah. When you're like 20 and a 34-year-old man is like t- commenting on your body. Like, right. you just feel paralyzed. Yeah. Wags likes to stick his little nose in my leg so, so that cute. to keep it warm. I love it. Um. So... <coughs> sorry sammy so he says um whoever told you you weren't beautiful it's that fear it's that fear of being ugly the unwanted the rejected your father didn't reject you in a million years wouldn't make you ugly say it i'm not ugly and he makes her say it three times yeah it's fucking disgusting that's so funny you brought up the thing about like say it say it with the other thing yeah i never made that connection molly well because it started to test me because i was like if whenever someone makes me repeat myself like to to exhaustion like that i'm like this is a mental test i thought that 
scene between those two were really natural, so I thought it was maybe an improv that they just included because it seemed natural. No. And then it was outside the kind of movie because it seemed a little, like, more natural outside the movie. I think that it made sense probably on the page in terms of justifying Brett's existence as a character, but because of the casting, he's so sincere that you don't buy that he's not just a straight-up prisoner of this man. Right. Like, if he was less likable and earnest, you'd probably pick up on the wishy-washy more. Okay. But I think that when they put it on the page, they were trying to show that he's truly torn between two mental states. I get it. Wow. No one has ever cared this much about... No, I only Brett. care about the first half about this movie. I don't so, care about the second half. I care half about of this the whole fun that don't speak yeah, for I me, don't. bitch. Yeah. So, okay. um, Kayla can light me up about the second half. So Kayla's stomping through the woods on her own while her mom is laughing it up at the pool with David, and she spots a cold, dead arm that is definitely attached to a dead body. So it's the man that they killed the first night, and his eyes are wide open, and there's a fly, like, on his face. So they went... Like, they didn't even bother to try to hide this body. No, it's dead body starter kit, basically. They're like, cold blue arm, cold blue eyes, wide open, fly on face. But this will come back around when... And another time where it's like this, these people are not good at hiding bodies. But also, here's the other thing is that like, this is the truth is that like in a lot of places in the world and especially California and the desert, I would imagine there's so much space that it probably would be like a dead body scavenger hunt at a certain point. But They're like painting this place as beautiful. It's not. It's just like a fucking like once you get off the grounds, it really looks like it's a it's about to. Like, this is why California lit up. Yeah. So, um, Kayla screams, and we zoom out on the picturesque sky. So, this is, like, their way of... So, Dawn is uh, having a great laugh at the pool with David. Lori comes up and tells David that she has a package. When he doesn't move, she stands there. So, we get the vibe that, like, basically, Dawn is sitting on Lori's nuts. Like, Lori is David's main... She's his long-term. Oh, yeah. Is Lori the long-term? I've you've wondered uh, no no I've um you've had situations like that no 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 I've um uh maybe I'll present like once we bring up other things I'll present um okay I feel you you. like ideas okay so um Kayla comes running into the pool area and she's like there's a dead body in the creek and David's like what are you talking about what Back to this being the most influential movie of her lifetime. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a very Kim Kardashian outfit. Kayla is? Uh-huh. What's she wearing? She's wearing, like, a sports bra with, like, a high-waisted, like... She's wearing workout clothes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, exactly what Kim K would wear. Which is tied back to OJ, America's sliding door moment. So this is a double sliding door. What I'm saying is this is the most influential movie that ever existed. We both have Get Out. Yeah. This is Groupon Get Out. Get Out was based on. We have The Lobster. Yeah. Would it be like Group Out? uh, Oh, I think Group Out. Is that the one I couldn't remember (laughs) earlier? The Lobster. And we have Youth. Yeah. I think all of these are based on on this movie which i think and this movie kim kardashian the way i don't know if kim kardashian is like in mm-hmm. kanye's outfits but it also um it also influenced maybe kanye's collection 
So we have, yeah. All I would this, say with the most the influential OJ movie and this movie, Kim Kardashian would cease to exist. No. It's, yeah. it's the perfect I, I believe, storm that I made this happen. 100%. 100%. Yeah. This was the missing link, I think, for yeah. a lot of people. Most influential movie of we've ever time. seen. Yeah. And it really was a precursor to the California fires, I think. So, also, David basically fucking gaslights her and is like, you're hungry. Wait, what are you talking about? What body? Trust me, they won't find a body. Um, so, But the rock star guy that and his wife, they, they he's like, I'm an EMT. I'll go look with you. So let's play 4723 to 5104. Can I, can I say one thing here? Of course you is can. Is when she said, so, like when he said that, I was like, oh, there's only 10 people that actually have dialogue in this Yeah, you're movie. right. And also, like, wouldn't there be an on-staff doctor no matter what? Like, they could never run a spa of this, or this facility of this size. I just love All that they, they, have is a they keep, like, ha- like, having, yeah, I just love that, like, he They're like, oh, a in. quality for a character? It, Give it to the yeah, rock star. Yeah, maybe, like, really think, like, oh, there's only ten people that talk in this movie, which there's only, like, a couple locations. Sorry. Okay, go on. No, so he's a featured actor. Anyone who is an under five, I think it's called. Yeah. So if you're an under five, you're There's not, no so under fives. They There's just, only yeah. over fives. They tossed yeah. it to him. Yeah. So um, let's play this clip. Well, this is where she said it'd be. Oh, maybe it got swept down. No, the currents aren't strong enough for that here. Well, what did she see? Well, whatever she thought she saw isn't what she saw. Is she going to be all right? I don't know. Let's go check. find anything yeah of course you didn't find anything i don't know what's going on here but could you um could you call us a ride sure thing is there anything to do to change your mind i don't think so i'm sorry about all this no i'm sorry he's not gonna call him why wouldn't he you you believe me about all of this right kyla this thing between me and david does it bother you No, that's not what this is about. Then what is this about? Mom, I'm not just some jealous kid that's trying to ruin your romance or something. (sighs) Kyla, we have been down this road so many times before. When you said that we should come here together, I really thought that you would turn a corner. But whatever it is you're scared of is bigger than I can handle. not gonna let us go that doesn't make any sense Van's on its way can I talk to you for a second how's she doing I have no idea what's going on with her she definitely plays it cool. She's uh, clearly overwhelmed. What about you? I want to be here. Well, leaving's running. I get you want to protect your daughter. But at some point, you have to let her go. Make her own choices, even if those are mistakes. And you got to take time to find yourself. 
I've been there. You have? I had lost everything. My mother, my house, myself. But sometimes you gotta lose everything in order to find something that matters. I can't have this, David. This isn't real. Fear is the only thing that's keeping you from being happy. But you have to walk through that fear. Stay here with me. So Kyla's marching on as her mom is being romanced by David. And they're about to go in for the grossest kiss in the history of cinema. Oh, God. It's just like they're... So he's dead-ass eyes open staring at Kylo while he's kissing her mom. But also the physicality of this kiss is so disgusting to me. I don't know why. It's like their lips weren't meant to go together. It's like also broad daylight and not appropriate. Like, why didn't they kiss at that, like, like Mm -hmm. super jam that was the worst scene ever that I... Very much encourage anyone that's a lifetime fan to watch. Is that super jam? That's the only thing. Yeah, sober first time kissing in the middle of the day is, I would say, that's like a level of mental health that's been unlocked or delocked. Um, He's trying to control. That's a control move for him. One hundred percent. But like, because it's not romantic. I would only do that if I was ten years sober or if my life was out of control. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I would never just fucking make out with someone in a park at noon, unless I was wasted (laughs) or like very, very, very present, and this was like my one chance to get some dopamine up in here that wasn't (laughs) bicycling thirty miles. Do you know what I mean? I can I say something about like the beginning of the scene? Please do. Just one line. When like the mom said, when you said we should come here together, she never said that. The mom said that. She never said that. She never said that. And also here's the other thing. Literally, that's my last note, because everything beyond this is such lame. Except for this like scene from the lobster that's about to happen. I will say this though, is that the other weird thing about this scene is that like Dawn is acting as if Kyla did not just say as if she's not a fully functioning adult who just said, I saw a dead body. Like her yeah. mom's like, God, like what's wrong? Like her they're going to work on it. Yeah. Like, but that's why we needed a sex scene before that. Right. I think the mom, maybe it like, cause the mom's clearly obsessed on the ex husband. So maybe the implication is she hasn't gotten a D before the ex husband, like since the ex husband. That is definitely the download on that. That's so 100% I think that right. Maybe like we needed to see a sex scene. What we, what, or we needed to see another desperado scene. Like we needed to see it just how desperado Don is for a little bit of like human or contact. Or just like right before that, like a little like, when she was getting her rocks sure, a off, a finger bang or that's something. Another, that's totally. another pun of, like, the rock massage. I think that instead of the sex scene, which I would hate, um, I would say that the thing that I would like is if they were doing yoga at home. Oh, like, a, the hot, te- like, like, a, like a steam room it, yoga? No. I mean, like, if they were, like, instead of at a yoga class in the first scene, if the mom and daughter were at doing yoga off of Comcast on demand <laughs> at home because Dawn is well, so... Well, this is, too, th- I think, what year is this? They had that. I, well, me and my poor roommate were doing workouts, at-home workouts. I they had I that went wealth to that group. house. So I'm saying, at two, yeah, in 2013. So I'm saying that 
they had that then. She, if they wanted to establish that Dawn had nothingness in her life, they should have been doing yoga on demand on Comcast. Well, I also had a real problem with the daughter being like, oh, what's this yoga where my mom's doing it? I'm a college student who wants to be connected Learn to my how phone. To stretch. And I don't know how to like do yoga. What year is this? Okay, this is a theme I find for every um thing on the Lifetime movie mm-hmm. um club is that everything seems like it's they date it, but mm. everything seems like it's five years before it. Right. Yeah. No, they they that's the problem with these movies is that there's like literally a five to ten year yeah. leeway. Yeah. There where it's like, oh well this could be two thousand eight or two thousand eighteen. And it's like, well bitch, those are big differences. <gasps> the other one that I watched that I was like debating between mm-hmm. Was that crisscross one? That's not actually the name, but I can't remember the actual name. It's something cr- double cross, probably. I think, but in my mind, I watch like I think it crisscross. When I okay, like, looked up your criteria of like what is your scores? Sure, I was like, this is too much of a home run. It's too much. Right, it was too on the nose. It's on okay. the nose. So you should watch it. It's just too much it's like well we're gonna we every season needs a ringer so yeah that's um, your ringer so um kayla goes to go get her cell phone at the locker because she's now ditched now that her mom and david are making out she's appalled so she's like i'm on my own so she goes to herself she goes to the locker to get her cell phone but then she realizes she has i'll go get it for you hold on let me get up and get it because it's just easier for me to so Kayla goes to her locker to get her cell phone and Dawn gets to the room and sees that Kayla's left. So like there's this moment where they're totally crisscrossed, uh, double crossed. So Kayla runs inside and she takes a picture of David's photo on the sign. That's like the photo that they had for the brochure. And she drafts a new text to whom I don't know if she sent it, but she writes, if I die, this is who killed me. I like that. Which, by the way, I don't know if you've ever gotten that text, but I have from friends before. Really? But like with Uber dates or like taxis oh, where okay. they're like, this guy's really That's fucking cute. weird. So I was going to say, if, if I die, it's the person who killed me. Nancy Grace always talks about people like that. Like she'll always be like, she said before she died, if I died, this is the man who killed me. And I'm like, that is a very, a, like, people need to remember that. You need to start, guys, if you're listening to this in America, if anyone ever says that to you, bookmark that thought. Because no, when they go missing. The Dropbox, like, here's the usual suspects. Right. You know, like, Ackman's, what, what Ackman's Razor? Yeah, just, what is that called? Just, yeah, yeah. Ackman's Razor. Just make an Ackman's Razor right now. Just like, who is it? Put it on Dropbox. Who's send like, to the cloud? Yeah, share all. Yeah, yeah just all like it. here's the like here's our usual suspect. Open link, right? Now. right. Yeah. So she calls nine one one from his office because um, it's the only landline in the house. Um, but slams the phone down when she hears him in the hallway. So David's talking to Sid and Sid Artha, and so he says, um, "Sid says I'm so sorry, David. It'll never happen again." Um, this is the point where I I always thought. Siddhartha was in control. Right. And this is the point where I was like, oh. This is where he figured it out. Yeah, I figured out. Like, this guy was, uh, you know. like I think David did a, a bait and like, switch yeah, with Sid- like, Siddhartha. I think they did yeah. a bait and switch where he was like, oh, I'm, you like, yeah. sensei, master, sort of yeah, like shit. Yeah. You know what I'm, Sheila, not student, yeah, teacher. Yeah. Got it. 
wax on, wax off. So um, he walks out and he runs for, the, she runs for the phone. So like, there's like a moment where he catches her almost, but then he doesn't. But then she runs in, she gets the phone. He catches her and he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just calling home. No big deal. And he's like, well, if there's anything I can do, you know, to say about changing your mind. And he um, says this was like, basically, he says that there's so much work that they could have done. But there's some people who want to say goodbye to her. And this is a really strange scene because he brings her into like a group meeting that doesn't seem like the people that we've seen at the spa all weekend because it's full with like a 100 extras. So I thought, okay, she's being exiled to like... um suppressive person mountain like you know what i mean she's an it's SP. Like, yeah she's an sp and they're gonna put her in this meeting mm-hmm. where they talk until it's like their version of purgatory yeah they have to stay in sp mountain and talk well so, then, yeah he's trying to like offer her up we're gonna see i didn't think don or any of these other people were here we're gonna see don walk through it one moment i'll tell you when she comes in just so you can know how disturbing it is that he felt like he could talk about this in front of her mother uh Fifty four twenty three to fifty seven fifty nine, and Don takes it. He's an illusion. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt everybody, but uh, Kyla is about to leave, and I have a few words that I want to say to her. I thought it would be really good for you guys to hear too. He's not going to let any of you leave. The man isn't coming for me. They never called it, and and if you, you're all dead, if you try to run, I swear to God, it's true. Kyla is coming from a place of fear and paranoia, and as we all have been, she's been wounded. But like us, she came here. Now, Kyla has had some major tragedies happen in her life, some things that was out of her control, like her father abandoning her years ago. And I can relate to that. You can, yeah, you can hear me on this, right, Brett? See, my own father took off when I was 15 years old. And then my mother died shortly after that. And like Kyla, I ran. But there comes a time in life when you got to stop running from and start running to something. She's built up these walls, see, these coping mechanisms that, um, that we all can understand. Like her sarcasm, her skepticism. But see, that sense of control is a complete illusion. And just like her dad, when things get tough, Kyla runs. She doesn't want you guys to see how ugly she is. Kyla is experiencing a low in her life that she's never felt before. Other people here are experiencing highs. They're feeling highs that they haven't felt in years. I just want to say to you, Kyla, you're not your father. You're you. And you're beautiful. And you're divine. Just say, I am not my father. Get rid of all of that hate inside of you. All that anger. Bring back the beauty. Your father walked out on you. We won't. We're here for you, honey. Come on. Just just say it. Say it. Say it. 
I'm not my father. Say it. Come on. Say it. Get rid of all that anger, all that ugliness inside of you. Get it out. Bring back the beauty. Bring back the beauty. I'm not my father. And? I won't run. You can do it, Kyla. That's great. That's great work. How about we show our sisters some support? So Dawn comes up to the stage and applauds. I'd like to stay if you want to. Mom, wherever that man is going, it is not going to take us. Well, like, Kyla, it's so dumb for her to say walking out. We're all proud of you. She was taken. Can I say something about this? Like, she was taking it on stage, but, like, why? Like, just take it through the aisle and then talk to your mom after. Right, I agree. Uh huh. I agree with you. Um, I think. This is literally the last thing I have to say about this movie, except for this, like, weird, like, like, um, Abu Ghraib thing that happens later. Later. That is like goes on way too long. It's honestly for me as a person with light sensitivity, it's my biggest nightmare. Really? Yeah. That someone would like buy a home, it's like the, a Home Depot light, and put would, a and, and put a dimmer on it. That and would actually it. that would actually be worse than water torture for me. Well, Abu Ghraib. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. I, so this is why I dress like this. But today. what's your well, thing you wanted to say? What no, was your? No, this line? is why I dressed. I dress like Abu Ghraib today. Okay. Yeah. Tight. Okay. Do you see that? You're theming it to the movie. Yeah. Um, um. So wait. So Kyla begs her mom to go. She's basically like, Dawn, this is our last chance, bitch. We got to go on foot. That van is not taking us to anywhere that's going to be close to home. David has everyone fooled. Yeah. And but like, Dawn's like. She's she's a she's a with it girl like she's intuitive and then but she doesn't like she puts up with it on the stage but then she like crumbles in the aisle. Well, she tried to say something on stage, which I was like, play it smart, girl. Like, just don't sit through the ceremony. You know what this mother you Brett told you what's like, going to happen. You're clocking. Yeah. Like you're Stick clocking with him. That. But then he gets, she gets up in front of a bunch of brainwashed people and is like, he's crazy. And it's like, well, now, of course, he's going to punish you twice as bad now because you tried to out. Can him we to talk about Tony Robbins right now? No, we'll talk about him after. Okay. We don't have time. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you and me will talk about him till the fucking break of dawn. Yeah. So um, basically... Dawn, uh, Dawn looks at her daughter and she's like, listen, you need to stop running from something and start running to something. Uh, Kayla tells her, you know what? You're already blind. Dawn's like, you know what? You're powerful and this is painful for me, but mm-hmm. I got to let you go, which that actually like really fucking stung. It was like her mom's already like ready to let her go or, or whatever. whatever. But like Dawn also like this is how people they get people in the lowest points of their lives. What do you think about Colts? I mean, I, I, I've I have said multiple times. I have nothing to say about the I rest would, of this movie after this because I, I don't have, have to. But like, I have uh, to say, I have to do the whole rest of the movie for okay, everyone at okay, home. Sorry. No, but I will say my whole thing about cults is that I would join one, and that's why I can't watch movies like this. Is because I am you only. You would never. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. You would like to think that, but no, I don't think you would. If I was, if I was alone and isolated, if I didn't have like friends in my you life, are I would. Alone and isolated. No, but no. But you like to isolate yourself, so, like I 
also have friends that no, are in my life. So if they saw me get into something like that, they would be like, Molly, no. But if I, if my friends were gone. I don't gone, believe that, Molly, because the, the whole thing is, is that you have friends. You have friends saying. that anchor you. And so that's the reason you wouldn't get in. And yeah. you are a lunar. Right. Um, and so am I. No, Sean, my mom, Shauna, called me a loner when I was a kid, and I thought no, it was a No, I diss. am a, like, now I'm the a loner, too. I am, I'm That's like, why we I bond. I love being a loner. No, we, we bond because we're loners, feeling. but we also have, I have too many friends. Right. I have, and you have too many friends. We're so popular. Doesn't, that doesn't, uh, like, exclude us from being, like, loners day to day. You're like, right. That's you, why you, I don't you, want to be in a cult. You're right. But the I would thing be is, because you have no, no, you have so many friends that give you so many ideas. You would never be isolated. You're an isolated person. I'm an isolated person, but we're not isolated. But from living ideas. in a cult, but living in a cult would be too much stimulation for me, and that would, I think, be the number one thing that would well, always okay. keep me away. So did you watch? Um, you watched um, Wild Wild Country, yeah. But we can we have to talk about it later. No, no. I have to. We, I'm just gonna say a, a succinct thing. Okay. Like the moment they wanted everyone to dress the same, mm-hmm. or everyone started to dress the same, I would be like, I'm out. Like, yeah. I can't. Like anytime I get into a situation where people are chanting something the same yeah i just get skeeved out or dressing the same i get skeeved out or anything yeah. the same i get really skeeved out the but only I think time i'd want to dress the same is in grade school middle school yeah it would just skeeve you out and be like what else is happening yeah you know you'd never be in a cult molly thanks jen thank you you actually really brought me around on this because i felt very low self-esteem about how quickly i'd be in a cult no you wouldn't okay ever. thank you okay. thank you because i actually i've always feel like i'm a blink no, away i don't think so so um we see that kayla's like begging her mom to trust her blah blah, blah. um all of a sudden we see kayla walks out of the room and just as she turns a corner, Sid grabs her and covers her mouth. Her mom calls for her. Her mom's had a change of heart miraculously. But when she gets outside the door, she's no, her daughter's nowhere to be found. And David, like, runs up and, like, intersects, like, right before, like, right before it was a hit, like, she was a hair away from seeing her daughter getting, like, with her mouth, like, held. She was a hair away, but David jumped right in because he's a sick motherfucker. And he's like, don't worry, we'll find your daughter. She's an angsty teenager. She probably ran away. She's a real bitch, isn't she? Like, he really, like, made her feel away. Like, he knew. He knew. I I don't like cult leaders. Like, that's my guy's general philosophy. I, I'm just, like, not into cult leaders. Like, I don't think they're cool guys. Not who I'd hang with. So we see some blackness next, and then we see David's voice, or we hear David's voice, and we see Kayla's been bound. We don't see her body yet, but we are aware that she's been bound, and he's doing some sort of light therapy on her. Um, let's play one hour and four seconds to 103.18. This is where he's torturing her. It's deep in your mind. It's black as death. You let people hurt you. You let fear live in you because you're weak, and because of that weakness, you are. Whether you know it or not, I'm trying to help you. Be 
People are gonna look for me. What exactly are they gonna find? Somebody, somebody will say something. What? What would they say? A teenage girl was unhappy and she ran off. <clears throat> what happened before? Before what? Before your father rejected you. Was it the other kids? Did they make fun of you? Or did you just never really fit into any crowd? No matter how hard you tried. Being unwanted is... the worst thing in the world. It's a final nail in the coffin, so to speak. I get it. I get you. Did you used to throw looks at the door? Hoping that he'd come walking through it? Honey, I'm home. Maybe it's him. Maybe. This time it'll be him. Hey, princess, I'm sorry. I'm coming back. Every big event. Every happy moment. He wasn't there. It's always bittersweet. Expectation. It's a root of all heartbreak. Truly. But that's the way of the world. You know, nobody cares. Unless you're pretty. You're dying. You know what? I found you. I'm not giving up on you. Next morning in the hotel room, we see the beds are made. It looks lovely. Um, But Dawn is in her bed looking miserable. She gets up. She's still on a mission to find her baby girl. And as soon as she goes out to the Spanish-style, like, arching doorway, she sees the necklace on the floor that her daughter wore. She The bee fry street end. She finds a street end. So um, I call it saint. I know. Is this, this like, because you grew up in the East Coast and I grew up in the West Coast? This is like the Yankee Swap white elephant of it all. Maybe it is. Yeah. Um, Beef fry. I call it Saint End. I I mean, I guess it could have just been the way we interpreted it off the babysitter's page. Street End, though. I do like that. Street End. That's what we called it. Um, So, sorry. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay. So, David is at the... uh, Sorry. So David's at the pool uh, chatting up the rock star and he's like, listen, man, you're just so great. You got to stay for longer. I can't Um, get that song out of my head. And then Don runs up and David walks off with her because like David's like, just a minute. Think about that extra time I told you about. And he's like, listen, I don't know if Kyla's okay, but she's probably fine. A girl with her tenacity. She's probably walked home on foot 
whatever. I mean, it seems call. like they're very yeah. far away from home. Yeah. It seems like they're at least 60 miles they're away. Just in Malibu Canyon. But him about like to be burned down. But him betting on this, him being like, you know what? Let's say they were in Malibu and she lived at, like, in K-Town. Um, I would not be like, don't worry, your daughter is surely safe. She just followed the PCH all the way back to Wilshire and then followed. The, like, it's. Well, then she's trying to call the dad. So maybe so wait, she does have a. Re- oh, sorry, sorry. So, um, Dawn, uh, at first, she's not sure to, whether or not she should believe that her daughter's actually okay, but she seems to believe that for a moment. Um, but we do find out later on that Dawn is. This is a turning point for her. Um, almost. So, you know, David says to her, you know what? <laughs> Kyla's run off before. I mean, this isn't a new thing. And no. he goes, she is her father's daughter. She told me she would run, but I didn't think she really would. So Dawn is like really quick to sell out her daughter at any turn. Well, I just think that like the whole back end of this whole movie is just about like hammering daddy issues. Yes. Right. And then, because Dawn must have her own daddy issues if she entered that marriage to begin with, nothing, and she passed him down no, to that daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing like actually like, um, consequential or um, plot driven in the in the butt end of this. It's all a, it's, it's all, all like just psychological like daddy yep. butt issues. It's all neurological yeah. fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. It's all in the it's all in the brain, man. So, Don goes to the bar and she sees Brett and she's like, "Hey, have you seen Kyla last night or like did she say anything to you?" And he's like, "Listen, man, I don't know anything." Um and then she goes, "Look, all I know is that Kyla would never go anywhere without this." And as she says this, of course they score it. So it's like a big moment. Yeah. And she shows the, the half fry. of the necklace. Yeah. And um he's like he's like, "No, I I I didn't see anything." And she goes, "Okay." And she puts her drink down on a napkin and she says to him in a really shitty way, she's like, "You missed one." And I was like, did Dawn just suddenly turn into the biggest dick of all time? Like, is she just now demanding this resort staff to clean her drink? But no. On the napkin, she says, come to my room right now. Yeah. We got to talk. He comes up to the room with a bottle of sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And she's like, come in, let's talk. And he's like, no, ma'am, we're not allowed in. But make sure you use your coaster. She picks up the coaster on the other side. Brett has drawn a map. So at first, I think the map's going to just lead her to Caleb, but no, 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 no. Brett and her are meeting up in the woods. What I would like to see Mm -hmm. as a good film, sorry, to impose a good film on this, but she slips him a coaster, Uh and then maybe he says something back for him that's not a coaster. Right, you, you want know what a I unique, mean? Like, like it's she, not the same. He wrote same. it in on the inside of a peel of a banana. Yeah, or just some other place where it's not the same thing. Or he wrote it in lemon juice, and she has to or hold it up just, to the window. She just does it like I can't come into your room. Yeah, but it's something there. Like, find out a different. Like, or we're not going to try to on the re- label of the sparkling water bottle. Any and, anything. Mm-hmm. That's not the same thing. Guys, you know how to Google cheating. Sorry, like I'm trying to. How to cheat on tests. Google it. I'm just like trying to rewrite this whole movie. I agree with you. That's 
not my purpose. Jen, you haven't been wrong and you won't be wrong. And that's bottom line is that this movie is about spies cheating, being a family. The the two things that I want redone is I want... Okay, so I think the archery thing is cool. Where they're (laughs) like... They're saying their insecurity, and then he's, like, feeding on it. Yeah. I want one other thing to feed on the mother of that. So she gets in deep, either a sex scene or not, like, you know, like, a sex scene would, like, be a replacement for that. You have demanded penetration on Don's behalf since we got here. Let's just be clear. You need that. In lieu of that, I would like a thing where he... Um, focuses on some sort of thing like an arrow to do like undo her so she's like not mm, you so want, she's you want in that deep. metaphor like, like I don't think she like I don't think we got her in deep enough to abandon her daughter. I agree that the arrow metaphor is loose at best and that I did I think I feel like an arrow is so historically rich that there could have been something that tied it more. No, I, I like that thing, but I think there should have been more of that stuff where yeah, he's just with trying you. to like get I into their they, psyche or mm-hmm. have all these like schemes. They could have mined get more. Into the, like, they get into their psyche, especially hers, where she would abandon her daughter, where she's paid for her daughter to be here. And then if her if she cares enough to, like, her daughter to be here, she would care enough. Her daughter is fucking freaked out, and she would follow she her. she should be. But I would love a scene where... It, you, need a, you need a justification for Dawn to do her daughter dirty like this. Yes. And that's, I, that's I'm just, all I, need. I can, and Jen, and by the way, that feeling has not sat well with me at all. It's yeah. why I texted my mother and said, you need to watch this movie because I want to test what her reaction is because right. I'm like, would you leave me in a cult? Like maybe she would have, I don't know. So I Molly, need to find out. you would out. never be in a cult. I hate that you think that about yourself. Oh, Jen. Um, uh, <laughs> honey, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, if anything, I'm in my own cult. And it's called shopslendermommy at gmail.com. Come to my store. So, um, so Brett's walking through the woods. He's actually, he's doing a meeting of the minds with Dawn right now. We're going to go to 106.56 to 108.10, which is why you have to not be a hero is what this scene is, is don't try to be a hero. Where is she? I told her to go through the planes to the road, but I don't think she made it. If he wants you, you never leave. If she didn't make it and she's not here, then he has her. Where? I think she's in there. What? I've heard rumors. He's going to try and break her, and, and if he can't... How do we get in there? Follow me. Okay. Hot. Hot. Go. Mr. James. Why did you come out here? No, really. Why did you come out here? Don't do this. Brett. Don's watching in the bushes. I'm so disappointed. Oh, shit. Oh, he gets that bitch 
right in the neck bones. Right in between your neck bones where that meat but is. But it's an arrow. Mm, this that is, is where I do not want an they arrow to hit to my body. This a theme no. where it's an arrow? Don't hit me with an arrow in that neck meat. I will die. I don't I, know like, what And you I know have. I will die, but like I'll also... You don't need to double make me die. No. But I don't know how, what you guys have queued up for the, like to see it. But I really went back and looked at because I mean I literally don't care about the second half of this movie. Jen, we are almost we're fifteen minutes but away from being done with this. I'm movie. saying the one thing I was obsessed with was <laughs> a little bit. I did get I well I will say I to be fair I watched the like the first time I watched this movie I was just only really listening to it. And then I was obsessed with it. And the second time I watched it uh, very early in the morning and was maybe like peeing, taking showers, Mm -hmm. looking at it. Daytime stuff. Yeah. The third time I watched it, I was really looking at it. And so I saw a lot more. So, but one thing I was obsessed with on the second half here was that, um, you know, when they... Like this flip flop thing. Dawn. Yeah, Dawn running away in her flip flops. She. I did so, have the wherewithal to rewind where she was clearly wearing boots. Okay, climbing so. up like some shit. She was not no, wearing boots. No, that flip-flops. was Kayla that was wearing the boots. But we're going to see no, from here. Dawn was wearing oh, boots. Okay. So we see Dawn witnesses this horrifying murder and she runs away. She's running in her like flip flops. And basically, David comes up in the van um, and he is like, yo, what's going on? What's going on, girl? And Lori's driving the van. And Lori also looks like thrilled to like flip it on Dawn, where she's like, oh, congratulations. You're in the cult now, but like also, um, uh, your secondary bitch. Like he only kissed you once. I'm, I'm the long term. So she gets in the van. Basically, David's like, Hey, why are you running? And she's like, I was really stressed out. Like, you know, my daughter being missing, it's just been stressing me out. So I just started running. And he's like, Oh, you're really trying to run in sandals? And she's wearing these like little fucking Target vacation sandals. And, um, they, they're clearly like nine ninety nine. We've all bought them vacation sandals, which no one would run in. Right. He's right. Two shots earlier, she was in boots. Yes. And if you really scroll in and get really into it like I am because I have. This a, is your lifestyle. A, no, yeah. I have a degree in film. So this is what I do, guys. I'm thrilled that you're here um so then we go um on to find out that david tells her that she needs to stay here to grow but she can't stay and then she says but i can't stay forever and he asked her to please say to say it to say that she'll stay and she does and then she says it twice and then three times i fucking chills that's what i wrote in my notes i fucking chills because it is it's hard for me to hear someone say repeat yourself repeat yourself i feel like anytime i've heard that it's disciplinary and weird so um, Lori runs up and says that David has a call and he says, I'll call them back. And Don says, Oh my God, the phones are back on. Cause earlier he had told her that like, Oh, the landlines are down, yeah. which like she never pushes back and says like, well, you took all of well, our cares? phones Just, and also the landlines are down. But she also says my daughter's on the run. Like, please drive me to civilization. 
Either way, I would like to point out that this property has no backup plan for if this is like, it's honestly, it's a nightmare. It's like if you had no black backup plan for if all the phones were dead and if there's no landline, these people have no way out of this. Okay, that is how the well, apocalypse you, like, thrives. Just be like, go wait in your room. Oh no, my like, I'm, my my spying is done. I'm no, only worrying someone, about my daughter. Please, like, I'm saying, take if someone me. fucking had a slip and fall at the pool and broke their neck, there would have to be a way to contact civilization outside of a landline and no cell phones. So these people are claiming like it doesn't really happen. But they're claiming they have no contact to the outside world, which is very dangerous for a resort to have. Well, I'm just putting this on the mother where it's like my daughter is. I just want to Oh, no, be, it is all Dawn's fault. Yeah. But like, I'm also saying wanna, this like, resort is poorly Dawn planned. Dawn should just not be like, oh, wait in your room. It should yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to run down with both our cell phones. So when she tries to contact both of us, I would have done this. I agree with you. I I agree. Donna is is she's not reasonable. Um, I would be a great mother. Yeah, I think that's my takeaway too. Because I get Jenna kid, Jenna me. If you guys have a kid, you want to drop off? We'll share it. Just drop it off. We'll fly it between Austin and L.A. No problem, mother. So. You'll you'll be my long term. So yeah, he tells oh, her to go term. clean yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Don, go clean up. Meet me back at the office. So like, I love that he pulls this woman haggard off the road in sandals, who's upset about her missing child, and he's like, go clean up in your room, and then you can use the phone. It's like, what if Don doesn't clean have up. to clean up? What if you just let? What, what is she, like? What is she? What cleaning? is she ready for? A formal dinner? Like she has to wash her hair, make it like make herself presentable for dinner. But she's only been in like weird. Bitch, she's Maroon, just trying to call her Rex husband. Maroon oh, yoga pants the whole time. Yes. Okay. So let's play 112.54 to 113.47 where Dawn gets her life back. Hello, it's called Jennifer Lawrence in a movie called um, Enough. And Dawn has had enough. Enough? Jennifer Lawrence? You mean Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Out. December. I can die. Dawn looks like she knows she's on camera. Hey, Julian, hi, it's Dawn. I'm calling because I want to know if Kyla checked in with you. She, uh, she left early from this spa weekend that we were on together and... So I'm she's looking really at a picture worried. of his mother and she's it's like, a, oh, a I'm a her. her. Well, no, it's her, mo- it's his mother. We're at but the it source is. spa. Call the police! She's gonna kill him with his own mom's picture. Like, that is... But it's also... Also, I... I computer judge. Yeah. You're, like, looking at his Windows PC and being like... Yeah, like, PC life. Well, that's that's also, like, hashtag lifetime life. Like, they don't... Even when they... Because, like, by the way... The whole flash of a MacBook in a movie is that logo and also the no, acknowledgement of the screen. I, no, I think in the early... But they always have to put a sticker over no, the Apple. No, but I think I saw one. I think that Joey Lawrence one I saw. Oh, no, right they'll have that, one. They'll they have the, one. Like, they had the, the Mac thing, and I was like, how did they pay for this? But they can't light his wife mm-hmm. because um he was lit, and then... 
they would just not even lit like oh his lighting was good like his lighting was fine uh-huh. and they wouldn't even light his wife yeah it i mean well it's crazy. like well she doesn't have that joey lawrence like action so um she nailed him with the photo of his mother he's passed out and then she runs down the hallway um narrowly avoids Lori. which i'm like why are they doing this like fake out like as if Lori's gonna like start charging towards her with a gun um so don finds the bow and arrow as she's running out and she grabs that shit which makes me so proud of her um she runs past a cart of arriving guests which i'm like guests who are arriving please acknowledge this as your group on experience see it acknowledge it Honey, she's fucking running with a bow and arrow Molly off is, campus. Like doing the best. I'm doing the motion. eyes. Yeah. Acknowledge um, right now. So David gets up and mutters, "Bitch!" Like he gets up and then sh- like shards of glass off his floor. Which, like, if anyone's ever been passed out before, you know that you do not know how you got passed out for at least a, a minute and thirty. Well, also, but this David, was not a uh, aggressive. No, um, but that said, like David. Opens his eyes. It might have been realistic, actually. Don's gotten a half a mile away, based off of my understanding of this property, by the time that he wakes up. And he wakes up and he's like, bitch. Like, I'm like, you never, you, it takes you more than a second to realize what just happened. Well, I also think, like, maybe I'm the dumb one because I thought this wasn't a hardy enough thing to knock someone else. It's not. But, but we have to buy it. We have to buy it. No, no. But maybe. I'm dumb because I buy into movie shit and maybe this would actually You know what either of us are not we're not we're not thinking of. Neither of us have ever gotten married. So no one has ever bought us a Tiffany's frame, which is very heavy. Yes. And that's what that thing I guess we as an audience are supposed to believe it was hung in a very heavy. Maybe I'm just operating from a movie perspective. like Jen, don't doubt your own intelligence over a lifetime. Maybe this would don't like do knock that. me out if I if someone actually forced my hand with honey. A, a you're not you're a guest. You don't have to catch my disease. Like you're not stupid. This is a lifetime movie. Yeah, like no, I, it's like, not you. It's no, it. no. I'm trying to I'm trying to straddle. I know because I do the same thing yeah. every week, and I'm just like, is it me? Am I dumb? No, you're not dumb. These I are could be knocked out by a frame like that. If it was, if we had been married and had known. Yeah, like, Um, it's fine. So um, we're cutting back and forth now in between um, Kayla getting tortured and David and this whole thing. So Sid, Siddhartha is now after the mom as well. They're running over rocks and hills. We get to a point where she actually winds up throwing him off of the same cliff that David had jumped off of ceremoniously and they thought he all died. But actually, this time, Sid actually did die because he didn't hit the water. Um, then we go to David in his office and he now has a gun on his person, um, which is great. So we're going back and forth between that and Kayla being like this light flashing in her eyes and the voiceover, basically one clip of it is you are nothing, which is not a great thing to have to listen to on what I guess would be over 12 hours now of torture. I mean, it just goes on too long and it's the whole movie does. so redundant. And then it's just about like. Everyone hating their dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... But unspecifically. Exactly. It's all very... It's all... We don't know any... Too many details. 
fucking hates her dad. Except I do want to say Kyla's dad's name is Julian, which is the name of my pediatrician who was always very nice to me. So well, shout out to I Dr. Julian. I will tell you a Julian story after this. I'd love that. That will rock your butthole. I would love to have my butthole rocked by a Julian story. Okay, so um, he goes downstairs with the gun and Don is making good time on foot and we see that Kayla's suddenly getting some fight in her and she starts yelling back like, no, no, to the voice where she's actually, she's like, I want my mom. And what I didn't realize at this point is that Don is actually running directly to Kayla. So they intersect at this great time where she's calling for her mom and then her mom gets there. We're going to play this clip. 118.02 to 118.50, but don't worry, David will ruin it. That's what, what's going to happen at the end of this clip. I'm going to get you out of here, but you need to help me. Move your wrist back just a little. Good. She's cutting the ropes off with the tip of the arrow. Get yourself up. That's so primitive. Take a deep breath. Put your arm around me. Go. shoots at Don but he misses but it's like right next to her thigh so she's she's holding Okay, so then Kayla takes off with the arrow. She's like, I've got the bow and arrow where mom dropped off. I'm going to go fucking spirit this journey right now. So then David takes off in the van again. Um, So Kayla's like power, powering through this. I'm impressed. I would have just dropped dead in the field. Um, She climbs up the side of the highway. Um, I know that she gets found later at night. So we're supposed to buy that this dusk happens in about 30 seconds, which I guess actually it might happen in the desert that quickly. We see the hippie stoner kid, Logan Paul, my yeah. our hero, it turns out. Yeah. This stoner kid doesn't even realize that he's just hit someone that's a victim of like being almost kidnapped by a cult and yeah. tortured. He just thinks he hit he someone, had, which like, is scary real, enough. No, and he then, had a real good reaction where he was like, let me help you. Yeah. This is what people should... This is what normal people do. But Jen, imagine you're driving and then you hit someone with your car. And you're like, that initial panic. But then you find out the person you just hit has also been tortured for three days. I would to think that I would react... With good. that compassion. Do you think that you would... It's my I like it's my biggest fear. One of the things that the I love about my stepdad so much is keep this in because <laughs> I want to say this out loud. Let's get it on for stepdaddy. Yeah, I think stepdads are underappreciated. Mm-hmm. And then one of the things that I love about my stepdad is one time we were in the market and the kid was choking on a grape. And no one knew what to do. And he saved that baby. And he just like fucking threw it. In, fucking punch this kid in the like thing. You gotta sock him in the he gut. Just, you gotta get him right underneath the. Ra- yeah. Honey, I did. I, I don't know if y'all know. I'm Red Cross certified. Okay, I can fucking oh, I wake you that, up from Molly. death. Bitch. Yeah, I got certified at 13, honey. Okay, yeah. I've known how to unchoke a baby my whole life. But it's a different I can do thing a to be on a dog like too. when you were like freeze 
like flee fighter freeze yes yeah exactly you gotta know you actually the scariest is a guy that just like flows in yeah he flights he's low-key He's low-key. Oh, no, he fights. He doesn't... He fights. He doesn't flight. He He's fights. He's just a cool dude. That's sick. Yeah. You know, I, like, the saddest up thing... for stepdads that are cool. The saddest thing about figuring out what your instinct is, fight, fight, or freeze, is that you actually have to go through something that requires you to figure out... Yeah. ...which one you are. I think... I think... I think about a time, because I was not a confident woman, that I... I definitely think about a time I froze... And then I'm like, what would I do It's not now? about being a confident woman. That's about human... Well, it that's was about- 20 years ago, and I think about a time where I felt assaulted and I froze. Yeah. You know? And then I'm like, that's very who normal. I am now? Yeah. Like, who am I now? I would like I think to be, I like... Reason I, most. I also think, like, I want to be, like, my stepdad. I want to be the person that doesn't, like... I love you. Yeah. I, like, I want to be the person that doesn't freeze that is not the person that waits for someone else to do something i want to be the person that goes and says like how can i help i think that's a beautiful like aspiration but just don't let david ever get you there don't Don't let someone like david james david james cannot bring you across that helpful bridge okay he's not going to get you to the next stage of of reactionary behavior i just want my like initial reaction to be like what can I do? It's hard. It's yeah. hard, man. You know, like I don't want to wait for someone to tell me. Oh my god! I you know what I would be good like, for you? This is one of his quotes right now. Okay, wait. But Jen, can uh, you also take your pen and write down Taekwondo and like some other sort of like if you get C- like Red Cross certified, I feel like you'll feel a lot more oh, confident. I am, Red so- like, okay, then oh, you're yeah. confident in an emergency Girl, like that. Like you, like. Let's get it. Do you want to cause some emergencies tonight and find out how you react? Yeah, we'll let's fucking do break it. you in. I'll choke some guys at 7 Eleven and see what happens. I mean, 7 Eleven is kind of a jam. Well, I just don't. There's two in Glendale, so I figured maybe that would be like. Well, well, we we'll go figure over to it Eagle out. Rock, okay. All the 7 Eleven employees. Okay. Me. Oh, great. So we'll just choke someone you know. Well, okay. Maybe perfect. not, because I've been out of the loop. We'll think. Just cook on that, and I'm okay. going to finish out the movie. <laughs> So, um, David, um, is basically like, you know, we could have been family. He pulls up and he's like, we could have been family. What was I thinking? So he, he's driven this kid off the road. He's now chloroformed the daughter, thrown her into a van where her mom is tied up in the back of the van as well. Um, and then when we get back to, he puts her in the van, puts Kayla in the van when she's all chloroformed and shit, which by the way, I would love a chloroform. No, I've just always wanted to see once what it feels like. It's a very lifetime standard. I would just love to see what like that feels like to be chloroformed, um, but like by a friend, like yeah. consensually chloroformed. Yeah. Um, so when we get back to the campus or whatever the fuck this spot is, we see that the arrow is still in the front seat, and he's like, "Don, get out of the car," and he doesn't realize that Kayla's still awake. So when we go inside, and basically like. He has Don tied up on some pole and he's like, oh, your worthless daughter did this and I was going to make it easy for you and you could have stayed here and you could have had the good thing. But then nothing. And that's a drop plot line, which we'll get back to at the end. So um, basically what's going to happen is Kayla, clearly she wakes up because the car horn starts honking in the driveway of the spa. And um, she... um, 
David runs outside and he's like goes to fight with him, but she shoots him with the arrow. So he gets like a little leg shot with the arrow. Basically, we're going to play out one twenty five seventeen through the end. Um, what you guys should know is that David's still alive because he got a leg shot. So he's kind of like injured, but thriving until the very end. Okay. You know, the secret to success Training your mind to control pain and pleasure. Because you're weak. Instead of pain and pleasure using you. Because of that weakness, you are nothing. You can achieve that. Nothing. You can control life. You but are nothing. You can't. You are nothing. Helpless. If not, hopeless. Seeing some of the employees of this the job, it's like that it, you, it implies a sequel. You'll find unstoppable power. It does. And that power resides in you. Welcome to your best decision. So Lori is the new cult leader, bitch. Wait, but I have something to say, Molly. What? That I held back from you. Give Wait, it to me. I'm. Hold on. Can I do? Can I, I say to, though like, that say like about my notebook? Wait. Can I? Can I give my final conclusion on this movie? No. Wait. Can I yes, say something? I can I? No. No. Okay. I want to say something about like, you know, Lori saying something. Um, when he when she was on the phone, like when like when the, she walked up to when, David no, and was no, like, "There's Logan a phone call." Paul was on the phone. Okay. I actually, because I was on a plane and I couldn't hear so well, so I put on the captions. Yeah, the captions. And then his mom said, like, what his mom was saying to him. And this is the second time I watched it. What was his mom saying? Like, on the phone, it said, I'm just saying, dreams aren't going to follow you. And I thought, maybe... 
That's Lori's son? Yes! No! Yes! No! Bitch, what? I thought that after. And I was like, maybe that's her son. They're both blonde. They're the only blondes in the movie. And he's like, you didn't. out. You didn't just but, say this yeah, whole time you didn't plane. care about the back the half of the movie. I couldn't hear well. But you also and figured out I the whole movie. Because I had already watched it once and I was like, <sighs> are you fucking kidding me? I'm trying to am not Shyamalan. You yabba. just literally. <laughs> <laughs> You're M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. You're a shaman. A M. Night Shyamalan. Think about Malone. it. Let's work on that. But you just fucking figured out. Oh, my God. Because they set it up for like a sequel, right? I'm gonna have a stroke because also Lori looks like a Victoria's Secret model. No, so she I, looks like a c- complete. She's a lifetime of like- forty. She's lifetime forty. That's his. That's her dot. That's her son. Not to gender him. Logan Paul's her son. Fuck. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, maybe he's talking to her on the phone. And then David killed then him in the like, ditch. Just trying to do his like whole YouTube thing. Logan Paul is He's for going it up the freeway. Yeah. And then she's like, please come to this place. He's like, because like on the phone. Oh, sorry. I, have, I, like, I don't remember what it says, but I saw it. You know what burying the fucking lead is, Jen? Because I cannot believe that for the last two hours, you've been telling me you have nothing to say about the second half of this movie. But you also solved something that probably not even the writer realized like the casting no yeah i think it was like the casting director got high did not realize not to no offense this casting director let's just say metaphorically unless the casting director saw something in the script that did not i mean i don't understand how that happened well that's supposed to be Lori's son i honestly molly like i love the first half of this movie but i was in my mind. Except for the fact that you solved the, ha- the movie. Like the second half of this movie. Okay, I, sure. I feel you. And then I was, and then I watched it more than once. Mm-hmm. I watched it on the plane with the closed captioning. I don't think anyone else caught up on that, like where it was like. You and I were the only people in America. I, the only reason I watched closed captioning, because I was on a plane, but. I was like, oh my God, what is the, what if this blonde one was his son? So basically, yeah. I will say, John, that what you just gave the audience, MMISWP, the nacho experts out there, what you guys have that no one else watching Lifetime has that you and I have too, is the real fucking ending of this movie. Yeah. Killing it. Well, they do suggest that she's going to be the next takeover in case but it like was a But like the hit. Logan Paul aspect is that we didn't know. Yeah. That's the Logan Paul of it we all. We don't know what Logan Brett's Paul is dead. Gonna... Who knows? Siddhartha and, um, and Lori are probably fucking. Yeah, no. They're going to make Logan Paul I would love, too. I would love Siddhartha to take. Like, but he'd have to kill Lori. Or unless no, it's like a royal family. No, I think he family. would have to seduce Lori. Right, but it'd be like if Queen Elizabeth got married. Like, then that guy's the king. I think Siddhartha's the king. Like, backwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's my understanding of the royal family. So, um, we decided before we finish this up, I do want to actually just quickly say, for anyone who watches this movie in real life, the last shot of this movie is 
Don and Kayla, Kyla, in the back of a truck. They're literally in the back of a Ford pickup, just hugging each other. And like, I feel like I would be like, don't fucking touch me. Like, yeah. you just put me through hell. Oh my God. Hell. Like, yeah. Like, I've been tortured for three days because you had a, like, you had a fucking boner for a guy that gave you a five second massage. Yeah. And I've given you, I, I have trauma That's for the rest of my I life. I sex scene. Yeah. You were like, if this, if the fucking happened, then I can understand or her if traumatizing more, her daughter. Or if another manipulation besides the arrow scene happened that was specifically manipulated to her, mm. I would understand it. Or if the sex mm. scene happened, that's a manipulation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel you, sis. Yeah. So. so we decided for our scale tonight that we were going to do, because you called it early, Get Out is the uh, Bizarro World version of this movie. No, Get Out was definitely like. Get It Out. Get Out. He only, <laughs> he only fed off this movie. Right. Oh, you think Jordan Peele just oh, stole no, this no. movie? Jordan Peele stole this movie um guys i don't speak for any of this by the way this, this is, is what we all group on you think jordan peele stole this movie he stole this movie <laughs> also youth the spa the spa and lobster drama, stole this movie um what was the other the one lobster lobster stole this movie i have i mean that thing with when he was in the brick building with the shit, mm-hmm. like that was the lobster. Okay, stole this movie. All them, they only stole like stole this movie, guys. Okay, so let's do our scale. Okay, okay. So five is very lifetime, and one is like, wow, this is an Oscar-winning movie. This is a okay. great breakout genre yeah. movie. Uh-huh. Okay. So, on a scale of Get Out to Deadly Spa, is, is this movie a one or a five? Or somewhere in between? I think it's like a four or three. Three? I think it's a three. The acting was pretty fucking good. I'm but not going to lie. that doesn't mean like Jordan Peele didn't steal it to be a five. <laughs> or a one. I don't know your scale. I don't get your scale. He stole okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did. He was... Jordan Peele was cycling between The Shining and this movie when he wrote no. that fucking movie. Yeah. Okay. So believability of the world and characters. Do you believe this could ever happen? Are these real people? I think it's a five. I think this I think is it's just a five. A- yeah. Well, is five the high? Five is is the least likely. It's the most like a, no, a lifetime movie. No, it's the most. Like, don't you think you- this is a, you think this is get out levels one? No. Like, could this like world happen? Yes, it does. Hello, Scientology. But I don't think Don would literally, like, get on like that. Like, I don't think Don would just latch on right away. Girl, like, we didn't even get into, Okay, like, we'll give it a two. Okay, You don't think people, like... I think, no, that's why I've been telling in- you this whole movie. I think I could be in a cult. But what I don't think is that Don and her daughter could enter a 48-hour spa weekend and that Don would be so how hypnotized do do, six hours in. How do people in. do Scientology? Because... Normally, no. it's someone going in alone or a parental figure or someone who will then it have... It tells people. you you're, you're right. like... They're not but telling you to be, be your best self. They're telling you, like, okay. a plan opens up. Okay, so we'll say it's a two. We'll just give it a two. Okay. Creative use of words to avoid censorship. I don't think there was a lot of no, that. No, there I, wasn't. It wasn't. I think it's yeah. a one. Let's just do one. Yeah. Dialogue, I think this is a five because of the, all the inspirational quotes. The inspirational quotes were so terrible. Let's give it hit a, a one. five on no, that. No, they didn't do great at it. No. Give it a one. 
Give it a one. No, because Molly. It, it has to be lifetimey, Jen. So five is lifetimey. And that's one is good. Five is lifetimey. Well, like none of, no one can they be were inspired by these quotes. Exactly. So I'm saying they're very bad. They're a five. Very no, I'd bi- say they're a one because a good lifetime movie would be actually inspiring. No, no, Jen. It has we to have, be uh, like I. <clears throat> When I say lifetimey, I mean like this is a TV movie. It would never appear in a television. It would never appear in in a film in a an actual movie theater. It would never be. There would never be a screener for it. It would never be a contender. We're comparing Oscar winners to lifetime movies. I would say there would never be a film that had so many life, so many quotes that were so bad. Yeah, that's lifetime. I know, but there would never even be so many quotes. I'm going to override you and say it's a five. Okay, I okay. trust you. Just this once. Okay, okay, wardrobe. I feel like this is where you can be a heavy hitter. Do you think this was a very close to an Oscar-winning movie, wardrobe, or do you think the this was very was the budget? worst. Okay. So you think that's a five? Is that the worst? That's the worst. That's yeah. lifetimey. Yeah. Lifetimey in this, because I can't say good to bad. I say it Oscar winner to lifetimey. Lifetime meaning... They're terrible. It is what it is. Um, hair and makeup. Score. Hair and makeup. I liked that. I liked the hair I and makeup. I lipstick in that one I liked. I liked the makeup for all the characters. Yeah. I think that it, wasn't, all, it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't bad. I thought they all looked really good. I'm going to call it a two because I thought they all looked really good yeah, for this. They, they look good and appropriate and specifically in that one scene i loved her i loved her lipstick so music we're gonna move on to music music is a five for sure because we had sid siddhartha we had also the couple singing we had a lot of like very dramatic scoring that was very noticeable it wasn't unnoticeable did we already talk about like did we talk about our hexam experience hexam yeah what's that or Nick Hexum experience that I yeah we did yeah, we, did, we did we did okay. we talked about that okay but we didn't we had no Nick Hexum on this this no. was not we needed no. Nick Hexum on the track yeah so crying we didn't get a big Tory spelling crying scene but we did see a lot of big emotional reactions yeah, which I want to give like a, a three yeah it was like here nor there but it also was something okay victimization of the female character I mean. Everyone in this movie was truly a victim of David in some capacity. I I feel that this is pretty high victimization of everyone. Um, even though they tried to make David seem sympathetic and to some extent, and that they were giving him excuses for why he had like maybe some of these tendencies like his he had. Daddy issues the movie. Yeah, his dad killed him. So or his he dad killed could, his dog. He, like he killed cooper the pooper so victimization of the female character i'm gonna give it a five i think this is pretty what yeah um so failure and or refusal to jump to the logical conclusion i think that i mean just the just the tattoo it's a five to me me, like the tattoo was like what are we doing but that's also drop plot lines which i think i'm gonna give a five as well well i mean maybe it was just like she, you know, like how um, their beef fry would street end. street end necklaces said, actually said, you are my, and then her said, you my, are my sunshine. Mm. So maybe that dark cloud, that <gasps> moon over her, like oh, the sunshine was actually sunshine. more like, and she, and she was like, don't mess with her. She's dark. 
you know? So maybe that was just more like setting up the They character? need to go to therapy is what they need to do is they need to call up. They need to get a session. They need to call and get do it. something. Get it. So I'm giving drop plot lines a five because we have the tattoo. We have fucking dead Logan Paul. We have everything else. So then we have font, which Did was Logan Paul die. I mean, I assume they left him in a ditch. That's why we I mean, never we never caught up with that. So that's what makes it a dropped plot line. Yeah. Truly in its core. So I'm going to look okay. at the um, I'm going to look at this, you don't have to. This, no, I need to look at the font. I need oh, to do oh, it. No, no, no. Because I have a lot to say about the font. OK. I already have a lot to say about it. So when they brought up the font of the actual title, it was a different font of the movie poster or no the like uh, lifetime the people that are appeared like the following font that the credits yeah the credits um but the credits were this weird were, were a font that who knows if it was more uh, it might have been intentional to be bad you know yeah. because it was about like this like hippy dip. They stylized things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like it was a stylized font that might about been more like if they were given their own like thing. Tragically it happens a lot with science fiction type things where it's like they try to make it like a sciencey like font and so right. I could see that happening with like whatever that version of this genre is. That font might have been just a play on the fact that like we open on a yoga scene or yeah, something. Yeah. It's like get ready you yeah. earthy crunchy motherfuckers. Like, so I don't know. So do you think that's a one or a five? Let's make it a three. Whatever you think. Also, let's like not lie. We all are trying to win every day. No, if I was trying to win, I would have selected crisscross applesauce or whatever that fucking movie was. (laughs) I hope it was called that. Anyone that like, if you have a ringer that you want to win. Crisscross applesauce. You should watch Double Cross. Okay. Because that has. But I do want to only call it crisscross applesauce. No, you're like your whole list here this will kill it it'll rock it no it will kill it you rocked me let's get our number from sammy 44 44. that's our second highest this season i think right right but like whoever does double cross will kill it okay but also can you come back for double cross i will okay i'm happy Uh, to double cross was too overwhelming i can also do it with you over the phone maybe if you want um, because no, I'm happy to come back because I'm like back here once a month for we'll get you um, on in Feb. Yeah, you guys, I am so happy that we got to listen to or we got to watch this amazing movie, Deadly Spot. And that I guess you got to listen to it. Jen, thank you so much for being here. I am sorry for talking a lot. Jen, I am Jen, holed up in my. That is what a podcast is. I is know, like if you didn't I, talk, I, I then I'd just be talking. Yeah, I just hole up in my. We 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 discovered that we hole up. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. You're a very special friend to me. I hope you know that. No, I know, but like you know, we can we don't see each other that often, but we just when we do see each other, we just talk for a million hours. We're on fire, bitch. Whenever we see each other, we're on fire, baby. And yeah. you guys, nacho experts out there, I think this is our first episode. What's nacho 20 experts? Nacho experts. Um, that's uh, that's the listeners to this podcast. Oh, I love it. Because Katie and Jody Arias, Dirty Little Secret, Katie, the girl that was fucking Travis, behind her back. Um, 
Wait, Jody Arias. No, oh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, but anyway, you guys, if you want to know what Nacho Experts, go back to the first episode. Check out our Patreon. Thank you so much for listening. Jen, you can check out Jen's website. Of course, in our description, everything else will be in our description. But you're just JenniferNeese.com, right? You should see some of the amazing work yeah, that you've no, done. JenniferNeese.com is dead, I think. What? I, <laughs> no, I just have it like in... Whatever. But does the URL exist? The URL exists, but go it'll check just... out your shots. No, it won't get you to anything. Essays oh. on Man is is good. Essays then, on Man. Yeah, but Jennifer Nees um on Instagram, but like that's weird. No, for me it's to not say because I only posted one shot this whole year. Um, they'll just but it was the, about my nacho experts, my dead dog. Okay. I would say, if I could promote anything, I would say, please contribute to um, Wikipedia. Play, pay, like, pay that $3. Oh, like, okay. We use it all the time. You know what, like, John? You're so smart. You're right. Yeah. People like you and me, we should be out here paying Wikipedia. The only thing that like I say, and then I will maybe get like stuff going otherwise, but like, please... Pay that $3 to Wikipedia and please donate blood. Oh, my God. Jen, that's the most selfless shout-out on a podcast I've but ever heard. But I don't heard. have, like, things to shout-out. Fight, but I flight, know. or freeze. Either way, you just did the most spectacular yeah. thing I think you could do Wikipedia, for the station. It's only $3. And then that'll help them a lot. But, like, I use Wikipedia. All, don't you wait? Use Wikipedia all the time? Every day, bitch. Every, every day. fucking day I use it's Wikipedia. It's every day, bro. Jake Paul. All right, yeah. you guys. Love you, Jake Paulers. Love you, Jen. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for coming. Bye. It's for you, honey. for listening to season four of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, But more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my two wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. The one thing I constantly hear successful people say, without fail, is that they wish they'd spent more time with their kids. That's time no one can get back. So I decided to create Business Dad to engage in the conversation about how we're spending our time now providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, 
I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.